I spent Friday, all day Friday, on the couch with my foot up, just watching the boys, because I've never watched it. Oh. And then it made me think of uh, UFC, the video game, because I was watching the boys with yeah. the ad space. <laughs> oh, fantastic show. Oh, my God. I got uh, halfway through the first season. It is addicting. Like it was, I did not oh, want to stop um, oh. watching it just gets more brutal by the episode too. It's just like, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, like they don't hold I, back I, for I, shit. I've had shows like that before, but this is like the first time I remember in a while where it's not like I'm just watching it and whatever happens, whatever. Like some of these things that happen, like I feel them. Like it's like, holy shit, that was crazy. Or like, <laughs> like it, it immediately hits me in my head where it's like, just imagine if that, like, you saw that happen or that was you, and then it's like, holy shit, I gotta keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the opening scene, I don't know if you've seen it, Drew, but the opening scene of the no. first episode, I was like, I was like, holy shit, what? Yeah, you know you're in for a ride when that's the way everything begins. I'm like, that's how this show starts? Okay. Yeah. It's just, it, it gets doesn't get any more brutal than, like, five seconds into the show. I was like, holy crap. And then my brain immediately went to, like, he looks like Randy Quaid. And then I had to pause. And then it pops up that it's Jack Quaid. And I'm like, well, shit, he looks just like his dad. (laughs) Immediately out of my brain what just happened. (laughs) Spider-Man gameplay looked really good. It looked pretty fluid. Uh, Hogwarts had me excited just because, like, you're fucking wizard, Harry. You know what I'm saying? Gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another episode of A Winner Is You, brought to you by thechairshot.com. Took a little bit of a week off there. I think that was that was my fault. I wasn't feeling too well. Um, and I was kind of dreading doing uh, episode number 13, but I think we'll get through it. I think we'll get through it. We're already down one member. Sean is <laughs> Sean is on, uh, on travel, apparently, yep. traveling through the great state of Texas. Which is going to take a good full day, depending on where he's going. So, you know, if you've ever That's driven true. through there, it sucks. That's a big state. It's I, yeah. I, it can take a long time to get through Texas. I, you know, when I moved down to Corpus Christi for five years there to to take a job with uh, our current employer, half the drive was just getting to Texas, and the other half of the drive was getting through Texas. <laughs> Because Corpus was on the complete <laughs> south side of Texas, and it literally wow. was, uh, we got to the border of Texas. I'm like, hey, we made it to Texas. We're only 10 hours away. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, rough. It's, a state. it's a big state. It's a big state. But we're not here to talk about Texas. We're here to talk about games, guys. Wait, I, I was told there would be more Texas. You want more Texas? Uh, I can well, get the Dillonator down here. She's from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get get Sean on the phone. We need yeah. text in this. Where's Sean? We need a replacement. Uh yeah. So how's everybody doing with the you know, we we missed a week, so how you guys all been? I mean I know we normally talk, you know, during our work hours, but Doing Adam, well. Adam's not doing well. We already know that. 
Nope. Uh, if you, if you want to know why, we'll listen to the outtakes in one of these episodes. We'll leave <laughs> the outtakes in. That'll be like yeah. our 50th episode. We'll put in outtakes. <laughs> yeah. The 100th episode when we review our previous 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We got to do our, our top 10, top 10 episodes. Or... <laughs> top 10, top 10. <laughs> yeah. Top 10, not top 10. Oh, man, we're getting all the great ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's like a David Letterman show right here. <laughs> now we're going to do stupid pet tricks. Clico, yep. go ahead. Do something. Yeah. Too... God. You just sit there. She just does nothing. You just sit there. Can't even kill bugs. Good area. Okay, no, no fooling around. Let's uh, let's figure out what we got here on our list to talk about for episode Lucky Thirteen. Oh yeah, was I working on new stuff? Shall we play a game? There we go. Oh, you should have saved that for what you planned. Oh yeah, I got I got I got other ones we could do. Yeah. Insert later. Well, we got to talk two episodes of High Score. Uh, since we missed yeah. last week, we got episode five and six. We'll talk about that. Some interesting news with Microsoft and Bethesda joining forces. Well, I guess Microsoft taking over Bethesda for the most part. <laughs> it's a takeover. Yeah. Uh, invasion. We, <laughs> <the> invasion. <laughs> uh, PS5 showcase happened last week. We got some uh, in- information on price and release dates to compare with the Xbox, along with some games. And do we, we will, ever? We will finish with a little bit about what you're playing. So let's get right into it. Well, we finished up high score. Last two episodes, six episodes in total. What do you guys think uh, overall, just on this whole thing, uh, before we get into episodes five and six? What did you think overall for the for the whole idea behind this concept? I thought it was really good. Like I, it, you know, I think we all kind of had some maybe poor opinions of the first couple episodes, just with the format and maybe the pacing. But uh, you know, overall, uh, having watched the whole thing now, I think it was it was really good. You know, it shed a good light on gaming. It uh, really gave a lot of insight to certain things that you know I just didn't really know about, or 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 it was just fun to kind of see again after so many years. So uh, I thought the stories were good. The people that they got to talk, I think, uh, I think they had really good stories to tell. Uh, I still think. I wish they had expanded on a couple of those stories more than they did. But at the end of the day, it was, you know, it was well-produced. They, they had a story to tell and I think they did end up telling that story and I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, uh, I'd say that it was kind of jumbled the first couple, which, you know, we obviously talked about a couple of times where it's all kind of a little bit all over the place and they, get through what they wanted to talk about in that 40 minutes pretty quickly. Um, I never felt like it dragged on. I'll give it that. Um, the, I thought it got better with the last three episodes, four, five, six. I think that was role-playing was four, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of my 
genre, so it made sense why I probably liked that one most. Uh, I think that was four, but that was three. Way, but that's cool. That was three. Yeah, four oh. was the war. Right? Four was the console war one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which also was good. You just got Sonic's view or the Sega view. But um, when it ended, I kind of was like, "Oh, that's it." They just kind of. I was like, there's a lot more I think I would have liked to see. Obviously, I knew it was ending because it was only six episodes, roughly 30 to 40 minutes apiece. But uh, it made me want to see kind of more. Uh, definitely expand on some of those earlier stories. Some of the people that came around for little interviews, like getting more of their story. I found myself Googling a lot, like wanting to read more about some of these people or companies that have come and gone. Um it was cool how they quickly got from the start of things to where things are kind of at now, tying it back to the beginning with the original idea, and then what does the future hold for us? They kind of left it like that, which I thought was cool. You know, it was I like watching video game stuff. I think we talked about that a handful of times. So um, definitely enjoyed the last two episodes, though, once we start breaking those down a little bit. Yeah, it seemed that... Like... In general, they covered about 10 years worth of video games, I think, within this. I mean, they talked a little bit about the beginning um, of consoles, you know, that started kind of in the 70s. Uh, but mostly we started, you know, with 1983, I think, at the beginning. Yep. And then, you know, at the end here, we were talking Super Nintendo. So there's definitely more they can expand on if they want to do another series, you know, by moving into, you know, we ended with, you know, the Super FX and, and chip of Star Fox and then just getting into you know, computer games with Doom, you know, so we, yeah, they barely mm-hmm. scratch the surface there. So there's definitely another whole next generation of stuff that they could get into if they want to start a, you know, a second season or something like that. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Um, if they're going to, if they're going to keep going or if this is going to be going to be it. Uh, the last, well, the fifth one, what'd you guys think about the fighting? I mean, I think they, at least the last two, it seemed like they, were more focused on, you know, a genre or like than they did on the other ones where we said it was kind of jumbled there. Like yeah. about fighting, it was basically Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, and that was it. They they really kept it pretty tight. Uh, it was kind of cool, and then and, and again we had another you know the beginning of esports and another whole competition with fighting. So mm-hmm. uh, we got another world champion to show off his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed when they. And after they went, immediately went to that, I'm like, oh, man, they just can't help them. <laughs> uh, I mean, but that little bit that they were talking about with the esports uh, people, that one team uh, that they kind of focused on was pretty interesting. But I don't know, the the fighting. I think for me, fighting games never really caught me. So uh, I wasn't super interested in that. I mean, obviously, I played those games as a kid, uh, especially at. Uh, at the arcades, uh, the, those were those were one of the main games that you found. Uh, so I thought it was really cool how they kind of talked about the the two different uh, games, and then how you know Street Fighter had came out, and how they kind of progressed through. And then when Mortal Kombat came out, it was like, well, no, we're going to use these like live action digitization of uh, real life people, and oh by the way, it's going to be super super violent, and how like. You can see how they, you know, they were younger guys when they were coming up with it, and they had no idea that they would see such a backlash from, you know, parents about that. And they're like, we had no idea that it would be that big a deal, but uh, obviously it was. So, 
Um, and I feel like I'm getting conflated because I feel like the same kind of violence and gore came up in the last episode as well. So we might talk more about that in episode six. But um, but yeah, it was just interesting to hear that they were like, yeah, we had no idea that anybody would have a problem with this. And it was like, well, obviously, <laughs> that much violence in a game, it's going to cause some sort of ruckus. Yeah, yeah, that was the the kind of the beginning of the congressional stuff when they really got into yep. you know violence mm-hmm. in video games and is it really good and or bad and you know God to help you know to wonder where we'd be if that you know differences would have happened there and no Grand Theft Auto or anything would you know <laughs> what would have happened <laughs> you know yeah and, yeah and I never that's a, oh go ahead I was gonna say that's a lot of video games we don't have if that actually goes through. Uh, with like them passing all that. Well, granted, that's how you get the rating system, right? Right. So, like that yeah. happened, which is good. But like, imagine if it was more than that. Think of all the games we wouldn't be playing right now if it was ever worse. Like, shut down things completely. Like it was Mario or nothing, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I think they they went over that more in the episode six, right? Because they were talking about uh, Doom, and then also, oh god, what was that live action one that the. Uh, the uh, the murder oh that was, in five. was in five night trap yeah that was in five that was in five, oh, that was in five. okay yeah I, it's been too long I feel like they're <laughs> run, they're running together for me but yeah like <laughs> night night train and was it trap. night train Is that night, trap. Night, night trap night trap thank you night yeah. train oh boy <laughs> anyway uh, it's a Guns so, N' Roses yeah. song <laughs> there you go so yeah I mean you have that night trap and that. It was funny to hear him tell the story about how he went to Hasbro and they were all interested in it, but they didn't want any any replicable violence in the game. Like they didn't want any any violence where somebody could actually do that violence. So it ended up he wanted to have ninjas. Uh, well, you can't have ninjas because people, I guess, could be ninjas. So they were like, okay, well, what yeah. about vampires? And they're like, well, yeah, vampires works, but you know they can't bite anybody because you could actually bite somebody in real life and. They got to be slow, which I don't know exactly why they have to be slow. But <laughs> you ended up with these like crippled vampires who couldn't <laughs> couldn't fight anybody. In trash that's like babes. the main villain. <laughs> like with these like with these horrific drill hooks yeah. that are like drilling into people's <laughs> and that's necks. not violent. You can't like, like, no, that's, we, Oh my god, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, biting no. Uh, uh-uh. Drill into people's necks. Yeah, we're good with that. <laughs> oh man, it's just so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> you know, and I looked that up too because that game is available on Switch if you wanted to play it. Yep. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I could do that. It's 15 bucks, and I'm like, that's a little pricey for me to to want to try and play this yeah. game. I might just watch the <laughs> the video of it online. Because... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, it looks so like... bad. It's like the 25th anniversary or something, right? They released it on Switch. Yeah, yeah. It was 20 or 25th. I took a guess, but the, I that's the only way I'd, I'd seen that streamed on Twitch, and I was like, "What the hell am I watching? Like, who is who would play this?" Not, I had no idea that's what it was until I watched this episode, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now." <laughs> that guy that was the the guy who created the game, his interview I thought was like it was like comedy. He had me laughing. I thought it was so funny. How he's like going through it and what he wanted to what it turned into and like how it kind of led into the job he has now. Like because of all the stuff with the Congress, like he sold way more copies of that game than should have ever sold because of how bad it was. (laughs) Thanks, Joe Lieberman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you 
and you'll wonder why the Sega CD failed. Like, this is like, you know, this kind of yeah. game was what was coming out on it. You know, it's like, oh, my God. I mean, yeah. the concept was great. It was a good idea and everything. But, the you know, I, I'm glad that he could kind of laugh it off a bit. But how, you know, how his game that he wanted got completely turned into this basically a joke of a game that is, you know, of course, those games turn into cult classics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Well, look at he, I think he, as he started, he said, like, what he's known for, but, like, what he does now, and it's, like, how he does, like, CGI production on TV shows and stuff, like, making everything look real. Like, yeah, he ended up doing okay. <laughs> like, yeah. he, this didn't end his, like, career and life with, like, nowhere up from here. This is it. And I ruined everything. Like, he ended up okay with it. But, like, yeah. it, was, it was so funny. I, and for me, the whole episode, I thought it was funny how you go from Street Fighter uh, which like the guy in the bathhouse where he's like he's sitting in there the designers in there and he's talking about all the uh, like how it would be normal to have the fight in the bathhouse and like he started cracking jokes that had me like hooked to start but then how that leads to Mortal Kombat which kind of uh-huh. snowballs into the episode six but like bringing in the violence and then as soon as they started doing the Congress stuff which I'd seen like clips of that on YouTube before but like with parents like testifying and stuff like the Whatever mm-hmm. that one council was, I can't remember. And I, I literally like wrote, "Boomers are the worst." <laughs> <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cool to see, like, you know, how they came up with the ideas for levels and, and stuff like that. He's like, "Oh, it's just sitting in a bathhouse." Like, "Oh, that's how we came up with one of the levels for uh, I can't remember yeah. the sumo guy's name, but." Uh, or E Honda, right? E Honda, for, yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, you know, it's like eh, that's how we came up with the background, and like, you know, with um, how was the other one for Star Fox? You know, how the guy mm-hmm. who created Star Fox was like, uh, was that Miyamoto? I think it was. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. Miyamoto. You know, walking Miyamoto. through Japan, and he's I like, know. why can't we fly through these arches? Arches yeah. instead, you know, yeah. to help keep the you know three D level in a in a state where you don't get too crazy, and you know, keep you can control the game. It's like, well, oh, shit. That's how you come up with that, you know? It's like, shit, yeah. just walking around, man. I like That's just so crazy to hear kind of how they come up with these games or these, you know, yeah. these ideas for backdrops and stuff like that. It's just really cool. That was, uh, I think that was a very common theme between almost every episode, if not every episode, where uh, all of these uh, Japanese game designers and, like, these people are kind of legends for everything they thought of and continue to improve on was, like, they literally show places that gave them the idea of like a background or a level or part of the map and it was like like with uh it started with it where he's like looking over japan and he's just like he imagines the aliens invading for space invaders and like yeah overlay that over probably tokyo i don't remember if it was that or just wherever in japan but uh, they kind of did that in every episode which i think is really cool like pulling from things you see every day to be like oh that would look really cool in a video game how do we design that and then the artists doing their crazy jobs to like draw this stuff, which how amazing their drawings look, how it turned out, and now like it looks like actual art when you play a video mm-hmm. game. Like just crazy how that's evolved. Yeah, I thought that was actually super inspirational when they were talking about like being the best at something and you know how Miyamoto would uh he like they would be programming stuff and he'd be like just throwing out like, Oh, what about trees? Or you know, what yeah. about what <laughs> yeah. about this? Or what about that? And you'd be like these He'd be just sitting there like a smoking like a chimney. Yeah. And they, 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 these programmers would be like, man, like, get this guy out of here. Like, he's just bugging <laughs> us. Right. 
And like you soon realize like you're in the presence of genius because he all of a sudden turns all these millions of things that have just been floating through his head into like Star Fox. Like this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, man, it's just so like to see these people work and come up with these amazing ideas was just that was pretty cool how they were talking about that. Yeah, that was probably one of my I know we'll get into episode six probably a little bit, but that was probably my favorite part of entire episode six is like these two British guys, 18, 19, get hired. They're working yeah. at Nintendo. They get treated like complete outsiders with their fa- like their off off space, like little office. Yeah. That was the only place Miyamoto could smoke in. So he'd be in there just smoking. And, so, yeah. and just like, they'd be like, oh, they, he'd come in and he'd just start talking all these ideas. And we're sitting there listening, trying to work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can uh, I can understand how much of a pain in the ass it is when you're sitting next to somebody in an office space and they just keep talking all the time <laughs> when you're me. trying. To... <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about. Adam. <laughs> That's your other coworkers. That's not me. Oh no. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I've changed. Okay, it's been like uh, twelve months or whatever. <laughs> it's been at least six months since he's interrupted a coworker. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned um, drawings and creating of the characters and stuff like that a little while ago. Like, what did you think about, you know, we'll get into episode six here a little bit further too, and, and the creation of Doom and how, I can't remember that guy's name now, uh, John Romero, oh, who the creator created Doom, and uh, he went through that that kind of sketchbook and showed the initial characters that they were drawing yeah. and how yeah. like terrible they looked. <laughs> He's like, look at that guy. What's that guy got going on? <laughs> like a butt in the head. <laughs> like, <laughs> his art versus like all the Japanese artists we've seen, and like how focused on detail they are. And his little scribble, like, yeah, this wouldn't have worked out well. He laughs and posts to the next page. <laughs> those were great. Oh, I love. Those. <laughs> yeah. It was just amazing to hear the stories that those guys were coming up with. Like how the fact that they were. You know, they were PC programmers and they were gamers on PC, right? And then they saw the Nintendo and they're like, man, how are we supposed to do that? Like, just continuously scrolling sideways. They're like, all the games we play, you get to the side of the screen and then it jumps to the next screen. And then you get to the side of the screen and it jumps. Whereas you get on the Nintendo, especially like, I think, Nintendo 3, right? Or uh, not Nintendo, Mario Brothers 3. Uh, it, it just, you know, it continually scrolls. And they're like, man, how do we do that on the PC? And this guy just like stayed up all night and they kind of implied that it was kind of in a drug fueled, like (laughs) programming session. Right. And like he, he, all of a sudden uh, that Romero guy showed up in the morning and there's just, there's like a little uh, floppy disk sitting on his desk, like here, check this out. And it's his game, but developed in like the, in the Mario three world on PC side scrolling continuously and he's like, man, they just stayed up all night and figured this shit out. And now that's a game changer. Now you, that's yeah. something you can PC, whereas yesterday you couldn't. Like That's just nuts. That was uh, Carmack, the partner, Carmack. essentially. Because yeah. he says his name. I'm like, man, that guy figured out like all of this shit to make this possible. Like he started it. It was this guy. And you're right. Like they pointed out all the things like, yeah, we had like the lights dim, no windows. We had like the all the beverages in the fridge. We were cranking mm-hmm. music and i'm like and the drugs right you're yeah. gonna say that next <laughs> well they even they even went into it and they're like and they took a dive into the mushroom kingdom and it was yeah. all like, psychedelic <laughs> yeah. and they were like oh no not that mushroom kingdom the mario sure. world and they were like yeah i'm like yeah okay 
And it was uh, Dangerous Dave. I thought that was hilarious. It was like Dangerous oh, Dave, yeah. something, 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 but he's in Mario uh, Bros. 3 there. Which, that, how to figure that out in one night and then it works? Like, that's insane. Those guys were geniuses for what they did. Well, that guy not only figures that out, and basically a year later, you know, within that, you know, in a calendar year, they create Doom, you know, to do this. But then, like, that guy also figured out, you know, this is the beginning of the internet, and the guy figured out how to do multiplayer internet, over over the internet to play Doom. Like, that's absurd. Like, this is just groundbreaking, you know, internet stuff, like... And he's already figured out how to, you know, capitalize on it. That's like, holy shit. Like, that's insane. Yeah. That was crazy. Like, that, it was crazy how he, uh, um, they were like, yeah, he set up a PC next to each other, played over the network, and all of a sudden he's like, he shoots on one, and then the guy gets hit on the other screen. He's like, I figured it out. <laughs> like, that, it's just, that was crazy to watch. <laughs> Like yeah. listening to that, like that story, I would love to like hear, read, see more. Like that was like had me so hooked. Just the doom and those guys, uh, and like it, it, it sucks that was the end, but that was definitely yeah. a good end to have. For it me. almost seems like they, you know, we we've had this complaint since the beginning that they open up all these storylines and don't finish any of them. It's almost like they knew what they were doing and they were going to open up all these storylines basically see what the feedback is on what people want to learn more about and then maybe dive deeper on individual documentaries coming up. Like I, as a fan, I kind of hope that's what's going on. Right. I hope they're trying to see like, okay, well these doom guys are definitely going to do a bigger one about them or, you know, the sound designer, we're going to do a bigger one about him. You know, like hopefully they, they pick certain ones to do more about. Uh, I, I guess I can't get my hopes up, but that's, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, I guess, you know, kind of to to close it out is I was going to ask, you know, what would you rather see, you know, because there was a lot of good stuff here and and some, you know, we talked about wanting them to expand on on some of the stories that they talked about. You know, we'd love to hear more about certain things, but we also, you know, where the, where they ended was, you know, the start of kind of 3D gaming and, you know, the end towards the end of Super Nintendo. So they have, you know, all this other stuff they could tackle, you know, moving forward. Would you rather see them if I guess if you had the choice cuz I I don't know what I don't know if they're going to do any more at all in the first place, but would you rather see them try to expand on a couple of these stories or would you rather kind of have them just keep going into the mid and late 90s and get into the N64 and and how PlayStation got started because Nintendo screwed them over and you know all that kind yeah. of stuff because there's some good stories there too that they barely touched on. You know, in the in the war between Sega and Nintendo. Yeah, uh, selfish. Ahead, I'd want both. Yeah, <laughs> I would want. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Handful of the things that we saw already, but I would say if it means seeing more of things that I haven't seen, so like picking up in what did we end at like ninety three, ninety six yep, time 93. frame. Pick up from there to how many ever more years maybe 10 more years 20 more years whatever and do the next chunk would be cool because like you, i think you said all of it where it's like think of all the things we didn't see yet like we just got to the super nintendo and then yep. it, you get a little bit there and it stopped yeah but kind of how all these things put together lead to like what we're doing now like and how much even further it has to grow like they just got into gaming on a pc and now look how that is so like i would love to see them keep going through the years of all these stories that kind of relate to each other, but in different episodes. Um, although Doom stuff, like I could 
look that up on Google. I'm sure there's something out there to watch. But like, I'd love to see that guy keep talking about the game he put together. That's, yeah, just that'd be awesome. I think it's it's got to go. It's got to keep going forward, right? I mean, I think we all want to have these little side uh, explorations into deeper dives into a couple of these storylines, but that it they got to keep going. I think the next one, you know. I don't know when they're going to do it. Are they going to wait another ten years to do another de- another decade? <laughs> I yeah. hope not, right? But they got to keep going. They got to keep going to that next uh, the next realm, um, the next era. But I think at at some point they can't keep going, right? Well, obviously they're going to reach uh, current times, but and also it's it's not history yet, right? Like they can't go. Well, okay, what happened between twenty ten and twenty twenty? Like okay, well, it's not that's not like actually history yet. You know, it's not far enough back to where uh, it would actually be interesting to watch. So I think they yeah. could probably get away with going through maybe PS3, definitely PS2 era. Like I think they could definitely get away with going that far up. But any further than that, I think it's you know it's still yet to be written. So yeah, they'd have to wait a bit. Yeah, I think you could, yeah, I agree. I think you could do maybe 10 more years, get into about 2000s when PlayStation and Xbox are kind of the big things, and then that'd be mm-hmm. a good place to kind of call it a day for now because I think you can you could tell the story of how PlayStation got started with Sony and, and Nintendo's issues and then kind of the fall of Sega and then get into how mm-hmm. Microsoft started their, you know, their pull into uh, consoles with the Xbox and then more on you know, the PC gaming, like you said, how it, you know, we barely scratch the surface on it. And there's just a shit ton more you can talk about when it comes to PC gaming for sure. And the rise of esports. I'm sure they would love to talk about more uh, esports and, you know, who's winning championships. So they could definitely do yeah. that. So, yeah, I mean, if I, well, I'd sure like to see them all. But if I, had, I, if I think about what I think would happen, I, I'm guessing they're going to go maybe another do another 10 years worth of the stuff. Hopefully maybe we get something in a year. I'm going to guess unless, you know, if they don't have any of it done by now, then, you know, yeah, with I'm the like pandemic, it's going to be a little tough to, to get interviews and stuff like that and put all that together. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the and one. They, it, yeah. Sorry. I was going to add to what you're saying. And that's just the tip of it, right? Like think about the other things that came up big, like YouTube, how much gaming stuff you got to watch because of YouTube. And like, uh, Twitch slash, well, now Prime Gaming, like, those things they could start touching on because that really started started then, like, really picking up steam to where it is now, where that's, like, entertainment for people. But um, there's so many things they could talk about to get to mid-2000s. Uh, I would love it. Yeah. I, but, yeah, you're right. If they didn't start filming or doing production-type work now, it's probably not happening next year or maybe next two years, uh, just with, you know, pandemic, everything. Yeah. And they, yeah, they could definitely touch on, you know, how it, you know, it was kind of mainstream then, but how it's come more to the forefront, you know, nowadays, or, or at least at that time when I'm not sure when, well, no, G4 TV started later than that, but yeah, with the esports and with all that kind of stuff, it's, you know, became a bigger thing as the years went on. So they can definitely touch on that. One thing we are going to get though, if we talk about maybe a little more into the depths or into the weeds of stories from some of the ones we got and it's premiering as we talk right now and that's on CBS and maybe this is, you know, something where we could see more details on some of these other things we touched on, but this one is on the console wars 
and it's a full-length documentary. I'm not sure what full-length uh, means as far as time frame because I don't see a time. <laughs> but I, think, I think it's probably like an hour and a half. Full-length, I would think, yeah, it'd be an hour, hour and a half uh, of just on the console wars, and it's based on the book that I am currently reading, Console Wars, so it should be pretty interesting, and if it is based on the book, I, I mean, I'm certainly not all the way through it, but it is pretty awesome, and it really gets into those details about you know how so how Sega got started and and really got became in the you know into the consoles after you know Kalinsky took over and uh, how they had to fight tooth and nail to get any kind of shelf space basically in stores and Walmart rejected them and all that kind of stuff and uh, it's, so it's I think it could be pretty cool so I, you know we'll get a good you know deep dive into at least that section of of gaming things so i'm pretty excited for that one we'll we'll review it next week so you know watch at some point boys you got six seven days you know, better download you... the cbs all access i'm not doing it just Sorry. kidding i don't know what that is <laughs> i think it's yeah i think is you can just available? watch it <laughs> I think you can just watch it. Oh, I don't yeah. think you have to pay for like CBS All Access. Yeah, I think I it's just a... I don't think so. Uh, you better not, because if I have to pay for it, I'm going to be very upset. I'll I don't just, think you have to. I'll just keep reading the book. Or then. just <laughs> keep an eye on the uh, yeah, keep an eye on the DVR and uh, see if it pops up, and then record it, right. and then watch it. There you go. There you go. There you so go. hopefully, hacks. there's your hacks. If it doesn't cost any money, we will review it next week. How about that? <laughs> stay, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know. We'll see if it's on the sheet. <laughs> Come next Wednesday. We ignored it. We uh, looking forward. We definitely ignore it because we can't watch it. That's right. <laughs> uh, I before we uh, move on officially, I was going to add. I thought it was hilarious when they uh, were talking like the dial-up internet. And then it was like the commercial with the kids showing uh, Yahooligans, and like that that brought me back. Like hearing those commercials where it'd be like Yahoo. That was good. I'm better. That's good. You're welcome, guys. Nice. I knew you. I knew that's what you wanted. Oh, and here's a knee deep in the dead. I took that from the Doom guy. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. And then how they had the balls on them to do a press release before. They even figured out how to do the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> do multiplayer online. They haven't done one bit of code yet, and they're already touting this game that they were going to make. That is, <laughs> that is ever. Well, and they got the title from The Color of Money. Was it The Color of Money? Was that yeah. the one with Tom uh, Cruise? Uh, Tom Cruise, the, uh, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Why can't I think? Pool. Pool. Hulk. Why can't I think of The Q? Yeah, why could, I couldn't think of the name. Pool Q. His Pool Q was called. What, what's in that box? It was yeah. called. It was called Doom. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Well, that'll wrap up everything from High Score. If you haven't gone and watched any of the episodes, highly recommend it. Some of them are a little, you know, like we said, you know, at the beginning was a little tough because there was, a, you know, they went back and forth through a couple different topics, but I think it was very informative and really fun to watch and, and hear some of these uh, stories about how games were made and the ideas and how they came up with them. So definitely go give it a watch if you got Netflix. If you don't, well, then, you know, you don't get to watch it. Sorry. 
Yeah. Why do you not have Netflix, listener? Here. Come on, get with the times. Yeah. Jeez. What a pansy. <laughs> All right. So Microsoft uh, made quite a purchase this week, huh? They did. Bethesda Games is now part of Microsoft and Xbox for a cool, what, $7.8 billion? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, a couple pennies extra or less. I don't know. Uh, but... One less ivory backscratcher. Sorry, $7.5 billion. God. So I, I guess the first question is, what does this mean for Bethesda Games as far as exclusivity? When we when we uh, talk I, about Fallout or <laughs> you know, I saw a great meme already. It was like, man, this means Bethesda is going to have to finish games before they release them. <laughs> 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 no, I think it's it's uh, I I don't know if it's good or bad, right? I don't know that necessarily, um, you know, consolidating uh, these companies is necessarily a good thing. I think uh, you know at Microsoft has definitely been out to buy up these different uh, these different uh, you know game uh, studios, right? It's they this has kind of been their business model is to go out and just buy people up and make them part of the Microsoft game world, right? They started with I think what was the first one, Bungie uh, or something like that, and then they yeah. moved on from there. So uh, it's not it's not out of the out of the ordinary. In fact, uh, so Obsidian, which is the one I was talking about a couple of weeks ago they produced the outer worlds and uh one of the fallout uh, new vegas um it's they they bought them up they bought now bethesda so there's it's not out of the order it's not out of character for them i think it's it's a good move for microsoft for sure because uh, i think one of the big probably knocks we've all had about microsoft especially the xbox has been lack of exclusives so i think you know this it's going to be interesting because I I highly doubt like if Fallout Five comes out, it's probably not going to be avail- available on PS Five, right? It's probably going to be an Xbox exclusive, and that might change the arithmetic for some people uh, on which one they decide to buy. Uh, especially since you know Bethesda, it's not just Fallout. It's you know it's uh, Skyrim or not Skyrim, but what is it? The, the Elder, uh, Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Yeah, right. Yep. So it's Elder Scrolls. It's uh, you know all of the other Bethesda. Um, Doom. Doom. Yeah, Doom. We were just talking about it. (laughs) So, uh, you know, a couple other ones. So, and it's. So, there's a lot of games that come out of that network, out of that developer. And for Microsoft to pick them up, that's probably a pretty good move, especially, you know, for that to be announced right before uh, these consoles get released. Um, More to come, I guess. We'll see what happens. Uh, I guess this wasn't. It. I, I wouldn't say it wasn't a surprise because it was a surprise to me, but it was interesting that when I was on the Xbox network, I noticed that Fallout 76 was one of the ones, or sorry, not Xbox Network, the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Fallout 76 was one of the ones that you could get for free. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. Like, I didn't realize Bethesda had any deals with Microsoft. Well, you know, a week later, this gets announced. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Also, I don't know. If, I don't know if that was broadcasting or what, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's something. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say like that was the first step. Was like obviously the agreement happened. The first step was making all. I don't want to say all, but from what I've read, it's like majority of the games you would recognize 
are available on that Xbox Game Pass for PC or Xbox, like how you have it. Um, and then the immediate thought I had is, so that means I'm never going to be able to play this game, one of these games on PlayStation again when they make new ones. And then I looked it up, and at so how it was like how I've read just searching it. I think I linked a Washington Post thing in there, but it's like at the moment they would still make games for PlayStation. However, they Microsoft could get as ridiculous as they want with terms and rights and everything. Where PlayStation's like, screw that, we're not playing the game. Then uh, we're not going to play that game, so we don't want it. And then they could become all exclusive for Xbox. But that would also mean PlayStation makes more of the things that they work on exclusive, which now splits you to you have to buy this console if you want to play this game or this console if you want to play this game. Um, my solution is get a PC, get the Xbox Game Pass, <laughs> and then play a PlayStation uh, for the other games. Uh, yep. So <laughs> um, I just think, holy crap, I think we, we talked about this a few weeks ago. With Spider-Man coming to Avengers only for PlayStation because of yep. Sony, it made sense. But like that was kind of a start, and this is this could very quickly get out of hand if uh, Microsoft and Sony don't play well together. And uh, Sony is uh, has history of not playing well with others. I think we've seen in the Marvel universe. So uh, <laughs> you can only imagine. I don't know if the whole thing rolls up into the same. I'm sure the games division is different than movie or tv or whatever for sony but um it's just kind of it's i don't know scary is the word but like thinking how much money this could cost consumers because oh i really want to play the new fallout game but it's only available on xbox now i wanted a playstation 5 uh and i want playstation 5 to play whatever game that comes out just for playstation we've listed a bunch but mm-hmm. that kind of, it kind of sucks when you when you look at it that way um uh, when I saw that news, I was shocked. I was like, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Uh, like, yeah. that's a very well-known uh, developer. And all the games that are available now for Game Pass is cool. But future's a little scary. Think of what could happen down the road. Yeah. Sucks for you PS5 lovers right there. That's what I'm thinking about it. Because, man, yeah. if they make them exclusive, that's just like, what? I mean, and, I mean obviously... Games. Obviously, this was this was perfect timing for them, and they they oh, put it, did it in the right spot because not only do they say, "Oh, we got a we got a console out there that's cheaper," and yeah. we got exclusive rights now to all your Bethesda games, all your Fallout's and your Elder Scrolls, and guess what? Now we're really you know stepping on everything for PlayStation to say, "Look, we got all this new stuff now, all this exclusivity." You know, how can you say no to Xbox now? You know. Yeah, and you don't even have to buy these games. They're available on Game Pass for yeah, well, yeah. dollars a month. <laughs> Not necessarily yeah. all of them, but yeah. we'll see. But yeah, I mean, in, in a sense, right? You can say, you know, hey, you know, you may not want to get a PC because you know if the ones that you'd want to get to to play all these games may cost you more than just buying an Xbox console. But with Xbox Game Pass and everything, now you have options to play all these games for a good monthly subscription. So we can just keep getting mm-hmm. your money and keep getting your money. And you know what? Yep. I tell you what, they did not waste time uh, with that five dollars a month. Literally, you oh know, yeah, they had a promotional deal where it was one dollar a month, and I was like, sweet, I paid my buck. And then at the end of the buck, the month, I got an email saying, hey, just so you know, it's going to five dollars a month next month. No problem. I'm like, yeah, I figured that. Okay. 
Like two weeks later, I got an email saying your five dollar a month promotion is ending. Now it's ten dollars a month. So within you know within like forty days, it went from a dollar to ten dollars a month. Yeah, I'm like, man, they are not wasting time. They were trying to nope. hook people in as fast as possible. Now that they released all this information about the Xbox, now that they you know have this Bethesda thing, they're like, yep, we can pay full. You know, we can we can charge full price now. I think it's time. So, yeah. yeah. That was crazy. I, I'm pretty sure I got the one, the email that it was going up to $10 before I even got the one saying it was going up from a dollar <laughs> to $5. I'm like, are you fucking like, I'm like, wait a minute. Is this a joke? Wait, what am I on here? <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I got that email. It's, but I mean, it, we, we, it's not like this was uh, not expected, right? We all kind of realized that the writing was on the wall. These were all very promotional rates to get you locked in. And I mean, hell, they they did it to me, right? I mean, my uh, well, I'll talk about it a little bit more later. But my new favorite game, The Outer Worlds, is on there now, and it's like, uh, I, yeah, sure, I could go to Epic Games and spend thirty dollars to buy the game. But guess what? I already I already have this Game Pass, and there's a couple other games on there that I'm looking at and interested in playing. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator is on there, all 150 gigs of it, or whatever it's up to now. Um, so it's. You know, you have all these games that are really good games and uh, recent games that, you know, even at $10 a month, you know, you do that math, you know, 60 bucks a game, you buy two games a year, you're set. You know, yep. it's like, uh, you know, I don't know with, with how I buy PC games, I usually buy a lot on Steam sales and stuff, but I definitely spend more than $120 a year on games, right? And I bet you that I can make that money back based on this xbox game pass if it stays at 10 bucks uh so this it, it even it it makes that decision even harder if we're talking about a console as well and i i know we'll talk about that more in the ps5 but like when you're making that decision between the ps5 and this xbox series either either x or s it's like this all of these things just make it more and more difficult to make that decision it's like they're doing these two companies are doing everything perfectly uh to be like yeah we're going to make this as a hard of a decision as we can possibly make it. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I was going to point out, like, we talked about this, how Xbox released their prices and their release date because there was a leak. And then they rolled with the punch and said, yep, here it is, all the official news, and didn't make it some big, crazy showcase deal. So they hit the first punch. PlayStation waits a week, comes back, and as we'll get into of reasonable prices compared to those Xbox prices for what you're getting. And then Microsoft right back. Here comes another punch. <laughs> you, you hit them with, you hit us with your showcase. Now look what we're doing. Big deal coming through. And it's like, it, it's like links back to what we were just talking about. Console wars. That's all it is with Xbox and PlayStation going back and forth of mm-hmm. Sony and Microsoft of who's better than the other to get the more sales. And then they take advantage of people like me who end up buying both at some point anyway. So <laughs> and probably even more, even more so now that uh, now that Bethesda is part of Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, Bullshit. right. <laughs> I made five hundred bucks. Yeah. And then they're going to be charging my account monthly because I'm going to forget I have it because I don't use it. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like three months from now, am I going to remember? You know, if I don't if I don't play super close attention, like am I going to remember that I'm spending ten dollars a month on this thing and? You know, and I guess it's not even worry about three months from now. A year from now, am I going to remember that? I'm still yeah, spending it, and right? if, exactly. And if you miss the email, like the like, think about all the people that got Hi that there. email but didn't check their email. Right. 
Exactly. And yeah. now they're paying, they have no idea. Probably they're paying ten bucks a month. And oh, yeah. if they're not checking their email, they're probably not checking to see the statement that it's more money. But and then like think about like if they increase the price on you again and you didn't see it, like you, you'd have no idea. I I literally just canceled uh, Sirius XM that I've been play, paying for months <laughs> with no driving because I finally was like I got the notice that uh, it was linked to my debit card. And uh, I had to get a new debit card because they expired. You know, I hit the date and it was like, hey, you owe us money and you you need to pay. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm still paying for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so I am one of those people where it will take me a bit to notice that and be like, oh, shit, I've overlooked that for a couple months in a row now. At least with Sirius, that's the easy way, easiest way to cancel is to oh, just use your credit card. Suck. Yeah. They <laughs> oh. suck. Because I owed them for yes. the months I I had to pay for because I was in it, but on the phone with them, I I made it as simple as possible. I don't drive. We don't use it at home. I don't care what devices I can play it on. I don't use your service. I'm canceling. But, and I had to talk to three different people but we who can, tried to give me promotions. Yeah, but you know we, what we can do for you is you know if you want the next five months we can give it to you for five bucks a month. You know, you know well, you can still yeah, enjoy our services. God, it's yeah. You've been such a dedicated member. I'm like, no, no, yeah. I haven't. Nope. No, because ever I get that I get that same offer in the mail every week. Yeah. <laughs> so don't try and sell me on it. That it's just special I, for me, my ass. I wanted to be like, are you sure dedicated? Because yeah. I let my card expire and didn't plan yeah. on calling you and just letting that be there for. And you can't. Yeah. And it's one of the only one, only only companies that you cannot cancel online. You have to call them. It's like screw you, just stop my service. Just as a as a pro tip, and I think I, I think this still works. But if you can somehow change your address to California, then you can cancel online. Because there's legislation <laughs> in California that makes it illegal not to allow you to cancel online. Nice. Um, so I think I think it's a it's a hassle, right? Because you have to try to like. I don't know if you have to change your address on your like credit card or if you have to just do it. Can I set up a residence? Website. I'm gonna set up a residence. It's a lot harder. <laughs> but like I've seen people where they're like, this is actually the easiest way to cancel Sirius is to change your address to California. <laughs> well now that I, I was, now that we're working from home. I'm gonna I'm gonna move to California and work from there. <laughs> I was the heart the worst places to cancel. Sirius XM and gym memberships because yeah. you have to either go in or call and it's making you feel bad that you're canceling a gym membership. Well, yeah, why, why are you canceling, sir? Because I'm a fat, lazy months. shit. I'm a lazy piece of shit. That's why. Thanks. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you've gotten that call too? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Well, you know, you mentioned a uh, <laughs> a showcase for PlayStation Five. Why don't we talk a little bit about that showcase? And we got some prices and a release date and a whole lot of games. Adam, how do these prices compare to Xbox? Uh so the, they actually are pretty competitive pricing. I. I think, uh, my opinion, is PlayStation or, well, Sony. I keep calling them PlayStation. Uh, Sony, I think, we're probably happy Xbox released their details so they can be like, okay, now let's price match and try to do the best we can to be competitive versus they release first and they're way more than Xbox would have done. 
So they probably played it that way, even though we talked Xbox had the upper hand, which I, I do think they still do. But the uh, with disk drive will run you $499.99. So that's comparable to the Xbox Series X, X. right? Yeah. yeah, same X, price there. So, uh, and then the digital edition, so don't buy the disk drive one because that's not worth it, is $399.99, which is more than the Xbox Series S. But if you compare the digital edition to the Xbox Series S, it is supposed to be, I, I'm not the tech guy here, it's supposed to be better specs. You're getting the same thing as if you're buying the disk uh, version, except that's all it's missing is it's all digital. Um, personally, I, I think that's a great deal. $400 for that for the same hardware, just one less thing saves you a hundred bucks. Like I don't know why you're buying the one with the disc when you can save a hundred dollars, but that's just me. Um, well, it depends on what I, you use it for. I think, uh, my, you uh, know, you, well, and I think right, we have to I talk guess. about that too, because I think, uh, with, Without the disc, that does limit your game buying potential, right? So if you have the disc, you can go to a GameStop and buy a used game. You can go to eBay. We can go wherever. You can go. It doesn't matter. You can go wherever to buy a used game. You know, that used game market is going to be there. Uh, When you have, when you don't have a disc drive, you're pretty much locked in the PlayStation Store, right? Or Xbox Store, whoever. You're, or the, yeah, you're going to be locked into whatever store, whatever digital store there is. And mm-hmm. yeah, like hopefully they run deals, but it's not like it's not like the deals you're going to get on a used game on eBay. Uh, so, uh, you yeah. know, there there is a potential reason why you would want to get that disk drive. Now, whether that's worth the extra either hundred or what's the other two hundred uh, dollars yep. more? Eh, I don't know. But for some people, that might make sense. Well, you think yeah. of, uh, I also look at, you know, I used to uh, rent games through Gamefly, you know, that online service yep. that was like Netflix. And, you know, I, it's funny because I just got an email from them today saying, hey, we miss you. Come back. It's like, it's been like 10 <laughs> years, guys. Like, I'm good. Uh, but, you know, where do, where do, what happens to places like that? You know, who do, you know, it's, it's like a blockbuster video, you know, nobody's going, nobody's renting those things anymore. Does, is there any potential for some type of online sales of games, you know, where you can get, I don't even know how you do it. Like, yeah, you'd have to hope for, you'd have to do more sales on, you know, the PlayStation store or Xbox, you know, or whatever. Are they going to push you towards that game pass or PlayStation plus more to, to get better deals on games? Right. Yeah. I've seen there's uh, one of the things they listed is if, if you're a plus member, you get a bunch of free downloads right away. If you get the PlayStation five, like classic PlayStation four games. Uh, I don't remember the whole list. I have it written down, but uh, like, yeah, they're definitely gonna push you to use the PlayStation store or be a PlayStation plus member. Um, uh, one thing I've noted, I think a couple times different episodes we've done is how many sales I've seen through PlayStation where I don't remember this many sales similar to Steam where it's like there was a spring sale summer. They're constantly coming out with new sales to get you to keep buying games. And I'm like, part of me wonders if that they're trying to test that and trend that for the digital edition. Or the other part of me is like, they're not going to end up doing that as much now because they know you can't get the used game. You have to spend the full amount of money and they can wait longer now to put a game on sale 
knowing that if you want to play it, the only way you can do it is downloading it. And, you know, I having downloaded games before to my PlayStation 4, um, you know, a lot of times it's you get the codes like from Amazon. You can get the code from Target, wherever you're shopping from. Um, if they have the digital version versus waiting for a disc to come in the mail. Um, basically, if it's not getting cheaper on PlayStation, I could see maybe you get it cheaper on Amazon or maybe the developers themselves. The first one pops in my head is Bethesda, which is not a good example. <laughs> but if they're running like their own deals on their games, so you can buy their code and download it on PlayStation. I don't know. But that's a great point. You're not getting to use games uh, like you would have if you go into GameStop or uh whoever buy it on amazon used or ebay or wherever but you know me personally i i wouldn't use it i have other blu-ray players that i would use for discs like that and i miss out on the 4k part but that's fine (laughs) i um and i don't know if you guys have looked at the actual like pictures i've seen like on twitter where they're like here's what one actually looks like instead of like kind of fake digital pictures and like they are big and bulky so, like, that digital one is big and bulky. Now that with the disk drive, like, that thing is huge. Like, I, I looked around, and I'm like, where the hell would I put that? And I'm like, maybe I'll get the Xbox, because that thing is tiny. It's, like, the size of a controller. Yeah, that, that Series <laughs> S is tiny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Did you guys see that picture where it was in the background of that guy? Uh, yeah. Give, uh, that uh, Microsoft guy giving those videos? And nobody even knew it was back there, because it just looked like it's like a speaker or something on, the, on his uh, bookcase. Like it is super, super tiny. You know, Adam, you put it in perspective. It's like maybe one and a half times the size of a controller. Yeah. Like it's that's... barely bigger than a controller. And you know, it's still so hard with the with the pricing, the fact that it's it's definitely the cheapest option, right? At three hundred bucks. So you you compare that to the specs, like, okay, yeah, the specs aren't there, right? It's it's maybe a generation old specs. But this is not a console generation. I'm talking PC like generation. Like it's it's a slight step back from the current specs. But man, is it? It's still at three hundred dollars. I could not build a PC with those specs for three hundred bucks. That's for sure. So that's it's impressive for a three hundred dollar machine, a tiny little box that can just sit wherever you put it, and literally have like two wires a power and an ether or a uh, hdmi cable or display port whatever it is but uh you know, hdmi cable coming out of it that's pretty slick deal and if only you're you know if you're looking just to play a few of those you know exclusive games you know like a like the halo game or i guess bethesda now uh, you know it's not a bad deal you know if, especially if you don't have a pc to play those with the game pass or anything or you know, we don't even know which ones are going to be available on PC, but I mean, for that price mm-hmm. and yeah, that it's not a bad deal uh, it's, in comparison. You know, as I was saying earlier, it's just so they did not make this decision easy. Like, if you're in the market for a console this year, uh, put it this way: if it's for your kids, get that Series S. Right, it's yep. three hundred bucks. Uh, they're going to love it. It's going to play every game that any of these other ones uh, play. That's your hands down answer, uh, but if it's if it's for you and you're you know you're into this type of stuff and you kind of know a little bit about what's going on, it's a much more difficult decision. You know, uh, Microsoft. You know, as we're getting more and more information about the specs that are in these things and the performance, like Microsoft is edging it out uh, on the Series X. 
It's you know it has a it has a better GPU, you know, slightly but better GPU. It has uh, a slightly better uh, slightly better memory. It's a little bit faster for some of the memory, a little bit slower for others, but majority of the memory is faster. Um, you know, I think the the only thing where the PS5 is kind of edging out and they're really hanging their hat on is they have a faster SSD. So uh, your I/O is a little bit faster off your hard drive, or well, in this case, SSD, not a hard drive anymore. Uh, so, you know, it's really going to come down to real world, how that actually translates to pixels on the screen. But, um, you know, they're both from a performance standpoint, they're both, uh, bolstering the same performance specs, you know, 4k at 60 FPS, you know, 120 FPS, probably at 1080p, uh, up to 8k, uh, you know, you're probably only going to manage 30 FPS or something at 8k, but, it's uh you know they're they're both touting the same specs uh, not specs but performance metrics when it comes to actually being on your TV, but uh you know that that Series X just looks more impressive when you're looking at the raw numbers of you know CPU and GPU and things like that, so it's they make it very difficult because I think you know if you well <laughs> you did talk to us uh, two months ago and we talked about it and we were all I think pretty much on the PS5 bandwagon and saying. Like, man, Xbox, you're really going to have to step up your game to compete. Uh, you know, if every, all else being equal, if the price is the same, if the specs are pretty much the same, uh, PlayStation has the exclusives and Sony's going to kick your ass. That is not the case today. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> you know, like, uh, yes, the top level of both of these consoles are the same price, sitting at 500 bucks. But I think back then we were still thinking this could have possibly been a $600 decision. They decided to both keep it at a $500 price point, which I don't think is unusual uh, compared to what we've been seeing in the past. And uh, they've made it really difficult. Like PlayStation now, or uh, sorry, Microsoft now announcing this Bethesda deal. Um, they're coming out with these game passes that are reasonably priced. Uh, you know, PlayStation, it's just, it's a really difficult decision and it really comes down to like our to, do you like Spider-Man or do you like Fallout <laughs> right like it <laughs> seems to be the decision uh and oh by the way you can get Fallout on a $300 machine so it's i don't know it's tough right. it's really tough yeah that makes it very tough and you know the exclusives are are kind of the one the only thing PlayStation has to hang their hat on at this point really when it comes down to everything that xbox has released now in this last you know week and a half or two weeks here you know because it's like you know when i look at it it's like i love the xbox controller i i I do not like the playstation controller you know if i could you know somebody will probably tell me there's a way you can you know set the xbox controller to use on playstation (laughs) but not that i know of but like for gaming on my (laughs) pc i I have an xbox controller that i use and yeah but it's like, but I love the PS5 exclusives. You know, I, I used to, I loved God of War, Ratchet and Clank, uh, you know, the Spider-Man game. You know, those are, those are big games for PlayStation that they have. And, but yeah, it's just, it gets tougher now with these coming out. You know, if you're looking for a system, you, you know, Microsoft has definitely, like, like I said, you know, we, we were all on board with PlayStation and, you know, this last two weeks here with Xbox and everything they've come out with has been like, Oh man, you know that that looks like a pretty good deal, and I sounded yeah. very northern and like that. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, don't you know? Oh boy, that so, was terrible. I, <laughs> I mean, I think the the best case scenario, and I think this applies to at least the three of us, is that we do have a PC, right? And the Xbox exclusives 
I'm probably going to come out on the PC as well, right? I don't think there's going to be a ton of Xbox exclusives that are literally just the console. Uh, well, and you better hear me, Rockstar, and don't be an idiot. And <laughs> delay Red Dead Redemption 2 for a year and a half or something like that. You would never do that, right? I'm sure you wouldn't. Um, no, like I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, anything that comes out exclusive on the Xbox at least is is going to be available on the PC, right? I think that's kind of Microsoft's whole deal. So uh, for those of you out there to make an easy decision, if you really, really want a console, uh, but you already have a PC, that uh, that discless uh, PS5 for 400 bucks, that might be the way to go. Yeah, I'm waiting. I was thinking about pre-ordering because they got my hype, and I was like, wait, wait till there's some more deals when they like bundle with some games or you know, it'd be digital codes or whatever, but see what kind of happens before. And there, there's high probability that even if you got a pre-order in from what I've been reading, like Amazon sent a thing like, don't expect to get it launch day. Uh, you might not, even though you pre-ordered. Uh, so that's you know, crazy. The probability you don't get it the day it comes out, uh, which, you know, like I'm expecting to wait. I've been waiting on a switch for uh, months here, so maybe one a, day. <laughs> you had a short window there where Amazon had it yeah. for like five seconds. I'm like, oh, Amazon's yeah. got it back on there. And I went on the site, and gone. Gone. <laughs> uh, it's pretty much everywhere. Uh, but, yeah, it's – I don't know. I, you know what? I honestly – with how much has changed in two weeks, like think about that, where I said we, had know, we would have known this stuff five, six months in advance for previous generations. And – now all that's changed in two weeks. I mm-hmm. expect more news to come out that helps with your decision on which to buy in the next come like more weeks to come. Like we all know what day it releases. There's gonna yeah. come out something that makes you think, oh, I definitely need to get this one over the other within these next couple of weeks because it realistically it's November twelfth, twelfth, uh, yep. which I don't even think we've said yet. But oh, I thought it was twentieth, twelfth. November twelfth, uh, in select countries, which includes our country, and then yeah. the nineteenth for everywhere else. Okay, yeah. oh, I was looking at. Never mind. So it's it's going to be around the corner soon. Will be in November, um, but I do expect within the next couple of weeks, while well, there's chances to still pre-order or build hype for holiday season, of more news to come out um, that makes you make a decision one way or the other. And I'd say Xbox is literally a one-two punch. If PlayStation releases more news, I think Xbox has something else up their sleeve besides the fact that they delayed Halo. But then watch that they did that because then they're going to come around and be like, just kidding, it's going to be ready launch day. And it's like, oh, shit. That'll be the uppercut right there if they they for some reason do that. Well, because, you know, and PlayStation, you know, we mentioned, you know, they, they released some trailers on games and stuff like that. And, you know the general majority of them are not exclusive to PlayStation five, like, you yep. know, final fantasy 16 is coming out and, uh, Hogwarts. I, I think you'll want to, you want to talk a little bit about Adam, but like, you know, God of war, you know, which is stuff we knew kind of God of war, um, and, uh, what a new ratchet and clank and well, miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man, which we knew was coming as well. So I don't think it was anything as far as those big games that we weren't expecting, uh, but it was cool to see some trailers, uh, at least on the on Hogwarts. I'm kind of I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I I watched the showcase. Um, they went through all the games. The only one that they said wasn't like actually run on the PS5 hardware was Final Fantasy 16. 
the rest of it was supposed to be like this is how it actually runs, looks, plays. Um, I think that was the only one. I, I made the note somewhere. I'm not going to go find it. I'm, I'm a professional. <laughs> um, but before I before I jump into Hogwarts and any other games, the, uh, the one thing I thought, to put things in perspective that I think is very interesting, if I don't know if you guys realize this, if you go back and look at when the PlayStation 3 came out in 2006, the 20 gigabyte hard drive uh, version was $500. And the 60 gigabyte hard drive version was $600. And at the time, that was $200 and $300 higher than PlayStation 2, which came out in 2000. And that was $100 higher than the price of Xbox 360. So, like, it is crazy to me they were willing to back down on even raising these prices, which we thought would be in the 600s or higher, to match the price that the PS3 came out, the better PS3 came out for in 2006. Uh which is absurd to me. Like, how much that cost back then? I uh, I didn't have that kind of money in 2006 as a freshman or something. I don't know. But, like, my parents got us a three, six, Xbox 360 and then eventually a PS3. Holy crap, did they shell out the money. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, you're getting a deal today, kids. There you go. Well, you know, if that's not pricey enough for you, you can go buy the 24-karat <laughs> gold PlayStation 5. <laughs> What a yeah. Pre-order $10,000 for a 24-karat gold PlayStation. Or, if that doesn't tickle your fancy, <laughs> you can get the rose gold. <laughs> yeah, they can match your iPhone. <laughs> what a joke. I, I, made, I made that joke because it was like Xbox released their prices, and the only info we had on PlayStation was you could get the 24-karat gold one for $10,000. Oh, like, yeah. wow, what a steal. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> big money! Big prizes! I love it! I've always wanted to fit that one into an actual story. Hey, that works. That works. <laughs> there's, uh, there's limited stock remaining, so make sure you get your orders. Oh, in my God. I, I said I think it was celebrities... Uh, athletes, like people who can ten thousand to them is the hundred dollars or whatever to us. Like to them, it's like, oh, that's no big deal. I got the gold one, and I'm. My joke was that it's Cam Newton buying the gold one to play as Cam <laughs> Newton in Madden because uh, I can see him doing that. Um, well, apparently, if you buy it, you're not allowed to play it because the because it doesn't include a luxury a quote luxury wooden display box. So there you go. Oh, oh and you know. And don't worry about it. Don't worry about international shipping. It's free. They cover free sh- free shipping and insurance on it. So <laughs> I was worried. I was worried uh, they were going to get. They should fly me over to pick it up. That doesn't <laughs> right. Say, that doesn't say shit about taxes, though. That's where they're going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! No, they God. get you on the seven hundred dollar controller. <laughs> what a bunch of garbage! If you want a second one, is that the second second controller costs seven hundred dollars? Uh, I don't know. I think I, I literally think the ten thousand dollars just gets you the PlayStation no, no controllers. No. You get a control. You get a gold controller and a gold headset. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. you can buy those separately if you'd like. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what I was just. Oh, at. probably. I'm sure you could. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you could just get the gold controller. You don't need the gold PlayStation. You could right. just spend more than you're going to play on your PlayStation. <laughs> pay for your PlayStation on a controller. There it is. Gold. Yeah, just like Adams. Look at that thing. Look at that. That is full on zero carat gold right there. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that. 100% authentic imitation gold. 
I love it. Got that, that on uh, the Amazon. For is that Mad Cat's Gold? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I, I remember. Uh, I was like, my PlayStation controller dies instantly. I'm sick of having it plugged in to play. And I said, I'm putting that on my Christmas list. And I didn't look at the color. I just. I threw a PlayStation 4 controller, and my mom got it for me, and it's the gold one. And I was like, well, that fits. Sweet. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. I know you're listening. All right. Before, awesome. actually, you know what? Before we get into a couple games, I know you want to talk a couple games here. We're gonna we're gonna do a little quick commercial break. We'll we'll give, show some love to our sponsors and get some commercials in. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Chairshot Radio Network. Now a word from my God, our sponsor. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy, King Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And also, don't forget to go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash TheChairShot to get your official ChairShot Radio Network t-shirts. We've got all sorts of different t-shirts. Drew over there is wearing his A Winner Is You t-shirt. I'm wearing my other A Winner Is You t-shirt with the Zelda logo on it. Yeah. And Adam's got <laughs> Brewers. Yay. Go Brewers. They suck balls right now, but that's okay. Dude, they're they're currently <laughs> making the postseason. I don't know how because I've watched. Oh. They should not be in the postseason race. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. They got they got I a saw no hit play. the other day. I watched them play. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> My cardboard cutout is at their stadium. Is it really? <laughs> no, no, uh. I was not spending fifty dollars. I was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, AM Fam something. I don't remember now. American Family Field. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It's no longer Miller Park. It's bullshit. Uh, well, we don't want to talk bullshit. about that. Doesn't matter. I don't want to call it a Miller Park. Park. It's always going to be Miller Park. That's true. That's true. Although that's... it's not the Brewers' fault, Miller didn't want to pay the sponsorship anymore, and now we're getting way more money from American Family to have that, let them have the naming rights. So it works out because we're also going to call it Miller Park anyway. Yeah, there you go. So I. Yeah, and I actually heard that SAB was pulling out of all naming rights. Yeah, like across, they weren't. It's not just Miller. It was like I don't know. Is Coors Field gonna go away too? <laughs> yeah, that'd be something. I, I guess it could. Whenever their naming rights are up, if they want to get out of it, uh, which is weird. But they're keeping all the like Miller names on like the beer. Uh, you'd be stupid to change Miller Lights logo and name when that's been around for however long. No, but, they're not taking yeah. it away from the beer. No, it's I know that's from... what I'm saying. 
Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're taking away, like they're not doing the naming for stuff, but they're keeping the Miller name and the Miller Light, yeah. High Life, all the beers this the way they are. But imagine if they were changing those as well. Like, why the hell would you do that? Yeah, that everybody would, knows yeah. what the best cheap light beer is. It's not Miller Light. <laughs> <laughs> Natty Ice. Oh. Natty Ice Matterdays. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, All right. It's the beast. I'm sorry. It's the beast. The beast. Milwaukee best. Oh, I'll take six. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> God. Fuck it. Whatever's free. <laughs> All right. Let's talk a little Hogwarts. Dude. <laughs> I can think I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> Hogwarts. Adam Hogwarts. What do you think about this? What do you think about the Harry Potter universe coming back? In Hogwarts? Uh. So I am not like a crazy Hogwarts, uh, Hogwarts. I'm not a crazy <laughs> Harry Potter, uh, like fan. It's not like I've, I've watched them more because of the fact they're always on, uh, what is it? ABC family. Like that shit is on yeah. every weekend is Harry Potter weekend. So on USA too, I think it, is the other one. Yeah, I watched it because of that. Um, it's on more I than the Shawshank the Redemption, which is a miracle. <laughs> I love that movie. Excellent. Oh, movie. it's a great movie. It's just it's on every weekend. <laughs> you, know, you guys all talking about cable television. Just I, I don't even know who you guys are. Like, it's not cable. It's streaming. Okay. I'm gonna figure out a way to bundle all these one day. The so it'll be the best deal possible. <laughs> We're gonna bundle together internet and TV, and yeah. man, I'm gonna, gonna get them to give me a deal on it. One low price. <laughs> and replace your landlines with your cell phone. But we're going to sneak the landline in there as a hidden cost. Oh, yeah. that's it, It's cheaper to buy the landline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a cell phone that's connected to my house. That's what I'm going to get. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. genius. Yeah. It's connected to my house by a wire, so I never have to charge it. It's going to be great. Well, you know, I never leave my house anywhere. That actually makes sense. Right? <laughs> going back in time, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all these kids are like what the hell are they talking about right? when are they going to get to Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> oh man Puff. Oh. I'm a Ravenclaw sorry uh, I couldn't even remember the names for a second there so that, you guys see it more than I have <laughs> Hufflepuff Puff, Ravenclaw Gryffindor Slytherin Slytherin bam Name, my but... uh, uh, my wife's got a certain name for the Slytherin. Uh, probably shouldn't say that one on air. Maybe oh, after boy. in the outtakes. Oh, Remind me. Ooh, here back. we go. <laughs> circle back on Slytherin. Yeah. Okay. Right. Note taken. Okay. Outtakes. Or just add it in after the after the last credits roll. It'll be fine. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how that goes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what do you what do you actually think about? This... <laughs> Cut that in. Take timestamp. We're cutting this back in. Uh, one, two, three, take, go. Hogwarts, the game. <laughs> so I I was saying I'm not crazy Harry Potter fan. Uh, I saw the first two, and then I didn't see them again until the seventh one in theaters. I think that was the last one. So I missed a whole lot of stuff. Uh, Wait, you watched part two of... Yeah. Part <laughs> <laughs> two of the Interesting. Yeah. I, I pretty much said... Yeah, I'll go see it. <laughs> That's an I interesting way to watch thing. them. Right. I did the same thing with Fast and the Furious. I watched the first two, and then uh, it was like Fast 5 or 6 or whatever stupid numbers came out. And then I was like, yeah, I guess I'll go see it. Oh, What's the, the Rock's doing this? here? 
God. And why does everyone know him? <laughs> how come this helicopter uh, scene is taking, or the airplane scene's taking so long? They've been on this oh, runway Jesus. for an hour. <laughs> Man, that's like one of the only scenes I've ever, like, in real time, I'm like, this is taking forever. <laughs> this airplane's been taking off the past 10 minutes. Like... <laughs> I have nothing to comment on this because I don't watch those movies. <laughs> you're not you're not missing much I haven't seen they're crazy one. I think the next one's going to space or something they just get ridiculous <laughs> with these movies it's Fast and Furious <laughs> and in space they make a billion dollars <laughs> uh, well yeah that's why they keep making them I mean it, they're making money somehow so that's fine <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw go back in time and then it's like a time travel story oh man I gotta pitch that I could get some money on that <laughs> Okay, back to Harry okay. Potter. Okay. So how do we get Fast and Furious into Hogwarts? No, good. <laughs> it sounds like you really want to talk about Harry Potter. Taking that Fast and Furious train. I mean, we don't have to talk any Harry Potter. I don't really care, honestly. Uh, I think, so it's cool because... I think you're the only one who watched the trailer. Yeah, you're making a good point. I watched all these trailers, so I know what to say. Uh, it looked cool. They, like doing the wizard thing, it seems like you can kind of have, you can choose to be good or bad. I doubt it. I bet you're stuck to a story regardless of choices you make. Uh, there's not a ton of details on it, but you custom create wizard or uh, witchcraft or witch. I guess I don't. I don't fucking know. But you, uh, it's in the 1800s, so it's well before anything you know in Harry Potter. Yeah. So it, it looks cool. Like I think it's a cool idea. It's not just Hogwarts. They made sure to point out like you grow and learn through Hogwarts and then it's open world. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that works. Uh, it made me think of Borderlands where you learn how to play the game through your first 10 levels at the starting planet before you expand to the whole world to do all the other missions. So it looked really cool. I think a lot of people, like my wife saw the trailer and was interested and I'm like, well, we can buy a PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. want and we can get the game. <laughs> yeah, how could it be? It's a bigger audience, I'd say, uh, than just video game fans. You're you're playing on that crazy fandom of Harry Potter world, um, so it, it looks cool. I, I think it would be fun to play uh, if I ever got a PS5 and or Xbox because it's not exclusive and gave it the effort. That sounds that actually sounds pretty interesting because the fact that there's so much more to the story than just you know Harry Potter and, and what they told in those movies and they, you know, they're doing the fantastic beasts movies as well, which is, you know, prior to, uh, you know, Voldemort and everything in that too. I, I can't remember yeah. what, uh, that was the 1900s, I think early 1900s. So this is probably even before that. Um, but 1940s is fantastic. Is beasts, I okay. think. So it's 140 so, 100 years earlier. Yeah. Which is, and, and the, there, you know, what we start to learn in some of these other, the other movies is that there's other wizards out there besides what's just in Hogwarts. There's other schools, you know, that they do like in one of the, you know, movies where they have the Triwizard cup and bring in all the other schools. So if they're going to do this open world thing, that could make it a lot more fun because you, yeah, you get kind of learn how to do your stuff in Hogwarts, but then can go out into the world and maybe visit these other places and, you know, be able to expand on your magic or whatever you get mm-hmm. to you get to do. So that's actually pretty cool if they do that uh, that way. 
Yeah, and it's not coming out till 2021, so we will see plenty more uh, until this comes out. It's not like it's coming out in November, so um, I'm sure we'll get all kinds of details over the next few months before... I, I don't even know when it releases, but just 2021 at some point. Yeah, and it's not an exclusive to PlayStation, yeah. right? So, yeah, it's, all, it's coming out for both, so yeah. you got your options there, which it's interesting, all these... I think it was like 50-50. Half of these were exclusives for PlayStation, half were not, but it was like the first... Uh, trailer release for a lot of these games, which gets you to think PlayStation because you saw it in a PlayStation showcase, uh, which is probably a good idea to do it that way, but you can get it for both, at least this game. Yeah. I think as far as new games, I mean, I know they showed a ton, but I think as far as a new one we weren't too sure of just yet was God of War as far as PlayStation exclusives, so I don't... Oh, boy. I know Final Fantasy, you know, they released... they released a new you know trailer for that but that's not exclusive and all the other games that they showed aren't necessarily exclusive but we've heard of at least before i think you know that the, we were teased with you know we expected a god of war game but i we actually i don't yeah. did we actually get a trailer for the new god of war no. or was it just a, an announcement yeah so i i have them in order of how things came in the so like if we wanted to go in order this was the last so like i i joked i wrote down like they did the showcasing. They do a little tease showing the PlayStation 5, and then they finally wrapped it up in the last like minute of telling you here's the price and when it releases. And then right after that, it was pretty much the symbol for the new God of War. And it was just like, it shows a symbol here, so you're like, oh shit, that's God of War. And then it said uh, Ragnarok is coming. And then it's that's how the whole showcase ended. So they ended on this. Um, so it's not like there was a ton of detail. It was just a quick, okay. like teaser and a uh as it says here which i think came out immediately after the showcase was that the game would be coming out at some point in 2021 um some point yeah probably uh (laughs) end of the year (laughs) yeah end of the year 2021 but that was their teaser to end it not it didn't end on the prices it ended on this uh got a war the uh what is this symbol ragnarok omega oh i don't know yeah the omega symbol yeah Alpha, Beta is one of them. You know, it looks like something. <laughs> I think that's the Omega symbol. Pretty sure. It says there, but I'm too lazy to read it. So, <laughs> your best guess, audience. How about uh, any other games that you want to highlight here? That since you have the full list, I know there was a ton, but I, I think I, I got for this. the most part we got. You know, we knew about most of these, but is there any ones you want to hit on to to you know let everybody know? Uh, here we go. Are you ready? Let's get the, let's get rolling. Rapid fire. Uh, <laughs> right after Harry Potter, Black Ops, Cold War. My note: just keep shooting because that's all the trailer was. <laughs> just nonstop fucking firing. <laughs> and it was like, hey, I recognize Adler and Woods from Black Ops. Oh, and I'm Mason still. The numbers Mason. Next game, uh, Capcom. <laughs> they talk about Resident Evil. Uh, I put creepy as fuck. Sean would love this. Uh, <laughs> next game. Uh, I wrote that it was called Two Birds, One Stone because I missed it. Uh, Deathloop, which was supposed to be a PlayStation exclusive, but is also, from what I've read after the fact, coming out to Xbox, which was a fun, interesting game. like uh, Kind of like a Groundhog's Day type thing where you're trying to defeat your enemies in a loop and before someone defeats you type thing. I didn't look a ton into it. it they kind of started to lose me. Two birds, one stone. Moving on. 
Uh, Devil May Cry 5. Uh, I wrote, Goth Boy Kills Things. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Soulstorm. Uh, do people play this? Uh, Odd, Odd World Soulstorm. The main character is Abe. And I put, do people play this? And why would this be in a showcase? Uh, next game. Uh, there's a new Freddy game coming out. So I know, Dan, you'll love that, oh, right? Yay. You play those oh, yeah. at Freddy's. That's, totally, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all right up my alley. Uh, that actually looks scary as shit. I was like, oh, nope. They're going to have that VR one day. I'm good. Nope. One okay. day. It is in VR. You can get it in VR. <laughs> Avoid all of it. Don't uh, play those games. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, yes, perfect. I would not play those. Uh, PS Studios did a Demon Souls uh, and then I put, how does someone, oh, because you listen to the guy grunts, it's Dark Souls, right, or whatever, so, you, like, how you go collecting the souls, Sean talked about it in one of his yeah. top ten games, which I've never played, and he thought I was making fun of him, so, uh, <laughs> I paid attention to the trailer, and you literally, all it is, is listening to the guy breathe as he walks around this, the map, and I was, I, my note was, how does someone get the mouth breather job, uh, Next next game, Fortnite, coming to the ne- the new gen. <laughs> and I said, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> and then, is this rapid fire? Is this good? Uh, and then, good I like it. <laughs> and then they said the big PS5 collection. If you get the PS5 and you have PS Plus benefit for the PS5 at release, you are getting God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy something. Fallout 4, Uncharted 4, Mortal Kombat, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn. That's kind of a theme there. Okay, uh, Detroit, something, Battlefield 1, Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, something, something, Last of Us Remake, Persona 5, Resident Evil Biohazard, all available at launch. And then it was like, ooh, here's the PlayStation 5. <laughs> and then I literally wrote 40 minutes later as they did cool camera angles around the PlayStation before finally the guy pops up and he's like, it's going to cost you 500 bucks or 400 bucks. And it's yep. coming out November 12th. <laughs> and then got a war. Oh there you go. That's the whole showcase, people. <laughs> that was it. That's Game everything. Rock yeah. is coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get, jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. I watched that whole thing just for that recap. Well, thank you. And that was a week ago, and I remembered it like it was yesterday. It's worth it. It was worth it. That was all worth everything you watched <laughs> right there. Yeah. I'm glad. It. I'm glad we let it happen. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, a simple wrong would have sufficed. <laughs> Uh, fantastic. All right, well, that closes the books on PlayStation Showcase and everything PlayStation and Xbox. That means that we only have one more topic to talk about, and it's our last topic of the day. So uh, here we go. Finish him. Me 
music is like so appropriate for this episode with the Doom talk yeah. at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, it worked out. Right. And the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, some for some reason that made me realize I forgot that before Hogwarts was Spider-Man. So that was missed in my recap. That looked amazing out of everything I saw. It was very fluid fighting on the bridge as Miles Morales. So yeah, wanted to pop that in there quick before our final 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 topic. Yeah, watching that a little bit of the gameplay looked uh, looked pretty awesome. And, oh, it uh, looks yeah, so good. If you're a fan of you know any of the Batman Arkham series, or I mean, yep. just the, even the last Spider-Man, you know, it looks like it's that gameplay is exactly the same, and it's going to be exactly it's just freaking awesome. Fluid, fluid motion, the fighting style with the button timing. Um, it, I think it's funny how the bad guys are always purple. <laughs> like I, I noticed that with Avengers, uh, <laughs> where. Uh, who the hell is it? Is it uh, Modoc or whatever? Whoever the bad guy is. Spoiler. I don't know. All his shit's I purple. His name, yeah. Spider-Man Morales. Their shit's purple. I don't know. That, pop, that popped in my head. Okay, back on topic. Here there we go. go. I had to fill in for Sean there. Well, you could you could start since I know you've been uh, playing lots of games. Uh, we're oh, going yeah. to talk what you play in here for the final final topic. Um, so we, we, like I said, me. we could talk about what you're not able to do. And that's walk. Uh, I think we talked about that. Yeah, I can't walk. <laughs> walk, talk. I can't do most of it. Yeah. Um, I I didn't lie. I have not been playing a lot of video games. Uh, I think I said it last. What you playing? The only thing I've been playing is um, uh, Fall Guys. I was gonna call it Fallout because now I got the Fez down the brain for some guys. reason. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, yeah. Fallout guys. Fallout uh, guys. That's all, good. I, all I've been playing. Let's combine it. Combine is... Bethesda and and Fall guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although if it's Fall guys, but with like Fallout backdrops, got an idea there for you. Here yep. you go. Uh, and you collect gear that makes you look like a Fallout character. Anyway, uh... that's the only thing I haven't played PGA. Um, I got tired of it. I knew it would happen because it's not really thrilling. Uh, it's pretty boring, and it's just a repeat game. Uh, Fall Guys is it only because literally, if I only know I can want to play for half an hour, I play half an hour and then I'm done playing, and you get how many ever rounds in. So, uh, new season comes out for that, so that might refresh me. I want to keep playing that. Um, they've added new levels. Um, some other shit I can't remember, but they've changed a couple things. Um, that's it. That's like all. That's all I play if I want to play anything. Otherwise, it's no video games. Uh, I, I said this earlier before we started, and I, I think it has to do with the fact that my office is also my game room. Like I, if I want a game, I turn and I play on turn on the PlayStation, turn that TV on, and yeah. it is hard for me when I'm done working to want to stay in here to start playing video games or come back in here at night to play video games when I just want to break from the space uh so i definitely need to change things up uh that's just me uh with how kind of my setup is i know drew i know you're different with that i I am i well i've i've put a lot of work into my setup to make it comfortable because i knew that especially once we started working from home that uh, i was going to be spending a lot of time in this seat uh you know hence the secret lab chair and redoing the desk uh, you know, I literally I have three screens plus a, an iPad, and those same three screens are used whether I'm working uh, for work or I'm doing anything personal. I literally the same. I have uh, a fancy Logitech uh, keyboard and mouse where 
I can just push a button and it switches from one computer to the other. So I literally, I am touching the same keyboard and mouse. I have the same screens in front of me. I hit like three buttons and I'm either in work mode or play mode. And I, I, I'm one that does not have a problem with that. I literally, I sit here a lot and it, it, it's okay with me, but, um, yeah, I, and what I've been doing while sitting here is playing a couple games. So, <laughs> segway. You know segway. what? I'll add it quickly before because yeah. I know I know you've played a lot, so I let you talk about what you've been playing. But I, yeah. what I've realized, it's not that I'm playing video games. I am playing fantasy football. I dedicate yeah. and spend so many hours to team management and waiver wire and Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Like, that's my video game is playing that and picking teams uh, against the spread. It's not illegal. It's through Yahoo. <laughs> Government. Uh, so then, uh, <laughs> so, like, that is taking up, that takes up a ton of my time. Uh, it is a lot when you, I have six teams, five, te- six teams, five teams in my weekly pickums. Like, that's See, a lot of work. <laughs> it's a I, lot I was, of hours. I was going to give you bullshit because I've, I've, beaten both of you now in our league but i have literally one team uh and it's this team uh you guys all i think both have i don't know adam you said six dan how many teams do you manage this year this year i have reduced myself to one. Oh, i did i used to be at three i have since quit those leagues because i was tired of trying to manage all that shit i barely have time to do the one league so I uh, I I got myself out of all my other leagues. <laughs> you son of a bitch! And have That's refused. how you got to Bonta Freeman because you were able to give the time and pay attention. Oh <laughs> yeah, you have no Hell excuse. Yeah. I still beat both of you, so yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, my team. My... Go ahead. I was gonna say my team is in in somewhat drizzling shits, but I put up a decent amount of points in last week. But I've been. I've run up against two big high scorers for weeks, so it's been tough. Yeah. My team sucks. And you know what? I blame it. One, I got an injury bug. My top players oh, yeah. are getting hurt. Two, yeah. you yeah. and I, it, we were back-to-back picks, so second and third pick, and then reverse around, right? We had to fight auto-draft doing what it wanted for the pick <laughs> before us. So yeah, that was brutal. So our fucked because of that. <laughs> okay. Well, I had 12th pick, which means I had 12th you were, and 13th. You were the complete opposite 24th. of auto-draft, okay? <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. Second that. pick of Barkley, out for the season of yeah. the draft. Can't wait. Great. Yeah, Sorry. that is rough. Yeah. That is rough. Yeah. And Chris McCaffrey's out for a couple weeks, too. I mean, that's, McCaffrey's out. that's the first two picks that really are trouble. So. Yeah, when you're a top pick and you lose your guy like that, it's hard to fight back because I had to wait, whatever it was, 20 picks yeah. to get my second get pick, next one. which I yep. thought, oh, shit, I'm going to get a tight end because I think Autodraft's going to take one of the top tight ends. And then it just happened to take every best wide receiver and running back <laughs> and didn't give a shit about any other positions. <laughs> yeah, that was that weird. Was awesome. <laughs> That's uh, my video games right there. there you uh, go. Phone video games called Yahoo Fantasy Sports and ESPN Fantasy Sports. <laughs> Uh, okay, so anyway, what am I playing? So, I, uh... You're playing I a lot of the Wheel of Fortune app. I, uh... <laughs> I, I don't put too much time into it. I literally just 
I don't know what I'm looking at. I look at numbers. I'm a data guy. What can I say? Anyway, so the two big games that I've been playing recently, and you can guess one because I've mentioned it already this episode, is The Outer Worlds. Uh, man, it is... I don't know if it would make it onto my top 10 just because it's so new and I haven't had enough time to really think on it, but man, is it a fantastic game. I am really, really having a good time with it. I have finished it. Uh, it was about 40 hours to get through the gameplay. I think, uh, you know, plus or minus based on how much other stuff you do. I tried to do all of the side missions. I think I got to all of them. Uh, but I think there are some that you can encounter that I just might not have encountered. Um, but man, if you're looking for a fallout game that does not take, you know, the, you know, potentially 200 plus hours that some of those games could take, uh, this is, this is really the one for you. It's, it's hilarious. The, the dialogue options can get, I, I, it's not often where I actually laugh out loud at a dialogue option or something that's said in a video game. You know, you might get a chuckle here and there. Like, I've actually laughed at some of this stuff as it was going on. So, like, it makes fun of itself a little bit. Like, I think one of the dialogue options is, like, of course, you know, it's all these, like, all these missions where you have to go find somebody and you have to find that person and then go do something else and then go do something else. And it's a big chain of missions. And I think at some point in the game, you go up to somebody and you're like, let me guess, I got to go to another world and pick up five more items and bring them back to Joshmo. And like, <laughs> if you pick that dialogue option, the person's like, no, who would do that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love when a game is self-aware like that. Borderlands is really good at that. That's what I love. <laughs> it's like, and then, like, there's this hilarious thing. So, like, you're one of the one of the uh, missions is you have to get like this data packet and bring it to some guy, and you, there's all this subterfuge going on. You're always trying to figure out like who to trust and who you shouldn't trust. It, it, it the game does a really good job at kind of making you make decisions about like who do you think you should trust, who shouldn't you trust. Everybody's trying to kind of get you to be on their side and they're all very appealing and it's not this really straight cut like these people are good these people are bad you kind of have to make your own decision um so at one point you're picking up this data pod that you have to you have to deliver to somebody and you go to that person and you mention it and they start going on this rant and one of the dialogue options you come up with is say oh did i say data cartridge that's what i call my left nut (laughs) it's like wow and, and if you're playing as a woman, it's that's what I call my left tit. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, where does this come from? Like all of a sudden, I don't know. Like they got all those types of day of uh, dialogue options, but then there's all these <laughs> skills that you can have for your character. When you set it up originally, you can either make your character really smart or really dumb, and they give you actually options that are like smart responses or intelligent responses or dumb responses and some of the dumb responses are the freaking most hilarious things i've ever seen uh, it's just highly recommend the game it has a very good balance of story and dialogue uh mixed with action right action and shooting and you know clearing out monsters and things i think you know there's at the at the beginning of any of these games it can be a little bit dialogue heavy because you're starting you're trying to learn the lore you're trying to learn uh the story um in this game especially you're going to uh, uh, there's about maybe six or seven different 
uh, planets that you end up going to, and you have to kind of learn the story behind each one as you get there. So there is going to be, it can be a little bit of a slog at times. Like, you know, when you're going to a new planet, like you're going to spend the next half hour uh, learning and talking to people before you actually get into any action. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of have to know that going into it. But, uh, man, like they, they really throw in these really good dialogue options to kind of keep you engaged while you're doing it. Um, and it's a game that where choice really does matter. Um, you know, there's a lot of other games out there like this, but you can literally go in and you can kill anybody you want, right? And if you kill the wrong person, like you can't do the mission anymore and you're kind of stuck. Uh, they do a good job at at least protecting a couple people that are key uh, key mission uh, makers. But, like, you, there's... At the end of this game, I I don't know. There's probably, uh, I would say, at least 50 different endings that, you know, it's it's like there's the main endings can go like maybe two or three different ways. But there's like what happens to all of the different characters. Uh, You have uh, companions that you kind of develop throughout the gameplay. And, you know, what happens to each of those companions depends on, you know, how many of their side missions you did, what the decisions you made throughout the game. So it's really super involved, and for you to get that invested and have that much kind of differentiation on a gameplay on a 40-hour game, they did a fantastic job. And I think, uh, you know, it, it makes me really interested, like the fact that Bethesda got, re- they got picked up by Microsoft. Uh, Obsidian had already gotten picked up by Microsoft, and uh, Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas. So this really leads uh, towards the possibility of being a, of there being a New Vegas two. Um, now that you have Obsidian and Bethesda owned by the same company, so it's uh, this that just playing. I never played New Vegas. This playing through this game makes me want to now go back and play New Vegas because I it's I'm assuming it's the same kind of thing. Uh, but man, it was it's just a fantastic game. I can't recommend it enough to anybody who especially if you're into RPGs. Um, but at the same time, I know, you know, Dan, I know you're not as much into RPGs and maybe you can talk about this game a little bit. I know you've played a little bit, but uh, it really for, as an RPG, it has a fairly shallow, uh, you know, development curve or uh, learning curve at the very beginning. You know, it's, it takes it easy. It doesn't overwhelm you with options. Um, you know, it has some of the some of the typical RPG issues where it overwhelms you with resources and trying to decide which you know which stuff makes which stuff do you want to keep, which stuff don't you. Um, but at the same time, I think it it's it's flexible enough to where you don't necessarily have to worry about too much of that. You can kind of just get engaged in the story and start killing monsters and have fun with it. Uh, and a lot of those other kind of ancillary you know skills and things like that just kind of come as you go. So I don't know, Dan. I know you've played it a little bit. Have you gotten too far into it, or? Yeah, I. When the last time we talked about it, and I was in the that first town or whatever, and was trying to get the uh, the outsiders to come back. Uh, that's about as far. I haven't played it since then, honestly, because uh, some more games have come out that I've been playing, so I haven't gotten back to it yet. But it, yeah, it, it didn't seem as crazy, at least at the start of what. RPG games can be, um, and why I don't necessarily get into them too much because they can get pretty crazy. So, I, I think I have to play it a little bit more to make my decision on that. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's like I said, it's not for everybody, right? It, this is definitely an RPG. Right. It's definitely a Fallout style RPG. So, 
you know, if you're one that really liked New Vegas or Fallout 4, uh, this, <laughs> yeah, Adam, Q, you, uh, <laughs> this really is a game for you. Um, right now, it's on sale in the Epic Store. Adam, this might be a good place for you to go pick it up. Unfortunately, I think listeners, by the time this gets released, I don't think that sale is going to be active anymore. Uh, but uh, th- it seems like this game will go on sale again fairly soon. The year anniversary comes up a month from now. I suspect there would be a sale around that time, or it may even get released on Steam around that time. Uh, it just says, I think, uh, released in 2020 on Steam. Um, but for those of you who uh, you know can take advantage of that Xbox Game Pass, it's for free on the Xbox Game Pass. So uh, there has been a DLC released, uh, at least one. I think a second one is going to be coming out, uh, you know, soon. No release date or anything on it, but. Uh, it's a fantastic game, and you know it's my typical. It's a good game, but this is uh, this one really was. This one really was a good game that I've really really had a lot of fun with. Um, and then interspliced with that, you know, every once in a while you get a little tired and you don't want to play as heavy a game. I've been checking out City Skylines a little bit because uh, that's a game where literally I'll sit here and I'll have on one of my screens I'll have like YouTube videos going and on the other screen I'll have City Skylines and it's because it's a game you don't really need to pay attention to you can kind of dick around and you know make some make some roads and then check out a YouTube video well the the crazy traffic that you just created clears itself out mm-hmm. so it's it's a fun game for anybody who's interested in the the you know the Sim City of your uh, City Skylines I don't think I'm I'm probably not the first person to introduce you to City Skylines, but it's a great game, and uh, they have a ton of DLC out. I think I looked it up. If you wanted to buy all of the DLC, it'd be something like $150, so it's not quite Sims 4 level, but it's still pretty up there. Um, I recommend waiting for a sale. This is definitely <laughs> one that goes on sale. Like Every time a Steam sale comes around, City Skylines and all of the DLC would be you know, anywhere from 50 to 70% off, so wait for a sale to come around and Pick that one up if you don't have it. Holy yeah, that's shit. Going. Is that one available on... Xbox? That's not on Game Pass, is it? City Skylines? No, that's not on Xbox. Maybe the two. Maybe it only said 157 for me because I already owned it. That would make sense. Yeah. This is like the Buy City Skyline Collection. 9% off, though, but it's going to cost you $204. What an odd number. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> now a lot of a lot of that, to be clear, is like radio stations and yeah. baloney like that. So That's what I can tell looking at the pictures. Really, the ones you want are like the mass transit Ooh. and the after dark. And after dark. After dark. Yeah. It seems like to be that's that's one that I don't have that there I want to get. Go. No, sex that's stuff, right? interesting. <laughs> yeah, sex, right? Sex stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Sunset Harbor, I think, is the other one. Uh, but there's a couple. You can tell which ones are the more detailed ones. They're the ones that are anywhere from ten to fifteen dollars. Yeah, the ones that aren't cost yeah. ninety nine cents. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, those radio stations are not cheap. They're like four dollars. Oh my god. But, yeah. Spotify guys. Spotify. <laughs> right. Well, or me. Put a YouTube video on in the background. Pretty... <laughs> <and> like... <laughs> Jesus. So, oh. yeah. Well, okay. Dan, what have you been playing? Anything? Well, you know, I spent my entire week off waiting for Friday because Friday was the release of WWE 2K Battlegrounds and the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, 
as well. So I did spend a lot of money on video games huh. this last week because I picked up both of those. And Super Mario is Super Mario. I mean, it's it looks exactly like Mario 64. And uh, as we expected, controller-wise, not an issue uh, for those yeah. games for sure. Uh, I have been cranking through Mario 64 to start before I move on to Sunshine and then Galaxy. But uh, Mario 64 is just as awesome as I remember it. It's still cool. I'm kind of glad they kept the old graphics because it does look pretty neat. And playing on the on the Switch there is is pretty fun. Yeah. Seeing the old graphics and it's you know it's it's not bad. It's still just as cool when you when you play it. It's like wow, man, this just takes you right back and it's it's fun and it's like oh yeah, I remember how to get all these and you got to get the hundred coins and like oh I know where all the red coins are in this level and I know where all, like man, it just all starts to click and it's like man, this is so cool. It's pretty fun. So I've been I've been cranking away on that. I think I'm up to past fifty stars already, and I could go oh. beat I could go beat the last Bowser if I wanted to. But I've been trying to well, go seventy stars. Then is it seventy stars? Seventy stars for the last Bowser. I, I don't think I'm at seventy yet. Then I'm close. I, I'm already up the stairs to the top of the stairs. But I was trying to go okay. like almost level by level and get as many of the ones as I could in each level before I moved to the next one. Because there's some you can't get until you open up the, you know, get the caps and stuff so you can fly and uh, turn into Metal Mario or Invisible. But generally, you can get most of them. And then, so I've been trying to almost do it in order as much as I can. So it's it's fun, uh, and it's it's neat to yeah go back and get some nostalgia. So that's that's cool. I'm I'm glad they did that. And I, I did are you gonna go for 120 stars? Oh hell yeah! Nice. I'll get them all. Okay, I'll get them all. Nice. For sure, I'll get them all. I've been getting all the secret ones. I've been getting all the hundred coins in each level to get the bonus star, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, all the ones you find around the around the castle there. So going one hundred percent this one. I'm one hundred percent. I did one hundred percent it before, but you know, on the N sixty four. So I'll, I'll I'm doing it again. Damn it! Nice. <laughs> I do like that they kept the old graphics. I think the style wise, like, like I, that's a good idea. I like that idea. Yeah, and I think it's good for the like for the Switch and stuff. I think it's fine. You know, it, it, yeah, they didn't need to necessarily update the graphics or anything for those. Like, you know, it's not like Tony Hawk's or whatever where they you know completely redid yeah. it. This is this is classic <laughs> Nobody nostalgia. Would play it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and then, I, I, oh, I think the problem is just with. I agree that I don't think the graphics needed an update. Like I think those are a few games where when you go back to the N64, they still look pretty good. Um, you know, it's not like GoldenEye, where it's just oof, rough, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But I I think my issue, like I understand that it's three games, and I, I still might try to pick this one up because I never played Sunshine or Galaxy. So I think those would be fun to play for the first time. Yeah, um, sure. But my, I think my issue is like $60. Like, I get that it's three games, but I feel like when you're releasing these old games, uh, to char- even for three games, to charge a full price seems a little out there, uh, especially considering you get the NES and the Super NES stuff for literally free if you spend the, was it, $20 yeah, a year? 10 bucks a year, uh, or is it 20 a year? Yeah. 10, I think yeah, it's 20 10 or 20, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, you get it for free. You are included with that, uh, the whatever Nintendo Online or whatever it's called. Um, so I think I just have a problem with the sixty dollars. That's my my beef. Yeah, it's it is a little pricey. You know, especially if they're you know older games or whatever. It's yeah, yeah. kind of a package deal. I could I can see that. 
you know, unless they were going to add in, what, Mario Galaxy 2 or something like that. But, yeah, I don't know. I spent the money on it. And, yeah. uh, you know, what's funny is I've uh, Mario Sunshine, I have actually never beaten. Is is probably the only uh, one I've, I've never beaten. Yep. And I beat uh, this one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to go back to there and actually finally finish that one. I I think I got to a point where I just got stuck and I was frustrated, and then it was on the GameCube, and then I never went back to the GameCube. Yeah. So that was the end of that. And then the Wii came out. And I it see was Mario it. It's Galaxy. right there. It's yeah. right over your shoulder. Oh yeah, my GameCube. Oh yeah, it's still there. It's just I never went back to it because the new systems came out, and it was like, yeah, screw it, I'm good. So it'll be good to go back and and play that one and actually complete it. So, and then Galaxy, I don't think I ever hundred percent of that one, uh, but I know I cranked through it and beat it pretty quick. So I, you know, going back to play that one, I know that was pretty different as well, being the first one on the Wii, and they tried to incorporate a little more three D to it with like you know jumping on planets and stuff like that, where the whole world, you know, you could run around the whole planet or whatever. So there'll be some pretty cool stuff. And yeah. then the it's, it's the fun take on all those games where it got different from the 2D platformer. Yeah, um, I like Sunshine. I was the same as you, except I played GameCube a lot. That was probably yeah. one of the. I want to get this so I well I have to get a Switch, but I'd love to go back and play these games because at the time playing some of these, I didn't know what I was doing fully all the time. You know, it was a lot of like, what the f- how does this work? Because you're, I was a kid, but. Uh, these look cool like sunshine was fun i thought it was just a weird take on mario with the water jetpack booster thing turned into the water version um, whoa spoilers i haven't played it yeah yeah you're not playing it i'm not worried <laughs> that's an easy no spoiler it's uh yeah it's the revolutionary type of thing that they add to mario you know they added the caps and yeah and everything or whatever and this one they tried to give you a, a water pack that you'd fire water at things and you could use it as and a jetpack and stuff. So, and you're always involved with water in some way. You have to go get water, and then you play in water levels. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Big part. Well, that's it. Now I'm not playing it. Yeah. I, if you're not I a fan mean, of water, I would highly do not recommend it. Yeah. And if you're if you're not a fan of space, don't play Galaxy. Just you know, <laughs> play it safe. <laughs> uh, the other game I'm playing, uh, I mentioned WWE 2K Battlegrounds which uh, is surprisingly very entertaining so far. Um, I've, I've been going through the career mode storyline thing, which is a lot larger than I expected it to be. And the only thing I don't like about the storyline is that it's, you're basically, I think you're going through like four different characters and you're, it's, it's already pre-made, pre-built characters that you're playing as who are like, Stone Cold went out to find these, or, you know, Paul Heyman and Stone Cold went and found these guys to bring them into WWE, basically, to scour, like, some oddball places, like the Swamp, to find, you know, this one guy or whatever. And It's like, these guys were already created, whereas opposed, you couldn't create your own character and put him into the career mode or use a character currently in WWE or something into the storyline. So it was like, eh, you know, I wasn't necessarily a big fan of that. Uh, but getting over it i guess and the weird part was like when you moved over to like the second guy or whatever and they ended up putting you in like a gauntlet match or whatever and the first guy was in the gauntlet match and it's like well, wait a minute i thought you were bringing up these four people in and now i'm fighting against them already like what the fuck is happening 
Like you have, pl- Sorry, you have a lady. plethora of roster to fucking use, and you you can't use your entire <laughs> roster for God's sakes. How many different guys are in this? Uh, but they, you know, they the storyline they mowed they they parsed out, and then like in between each match or whatever, they put like a kind of like a page from a comic book and kind of tell you the story of what's going on and how to get how you get into your next match or whatever, and then. They have some offshoots of that where you can wrestle another guy to unlock that character. You know how they talked about not all the characters are unlocked, which is mm-hmm. kind of shitty. Uh, you have to go through the storyline to do it. I do like the fact that you know it kind of makes you go through the storyline, which is kind of fun. But you're forced to go through the storyline to unlock some of the guys. So you know they have different offshoots where you know you wrestle a guy and you can unlock him if you beat him or. You could wrestle a guy to unlock new moves and stuff like that that you can use, or new power ups that you can have for your guys uh, that you can use in the regular matches and stuff like that. So they kind of did it pretty cool, I think. Uh, the negative I have of the way they built the storyline is the comic book page that you read is almost impossible to read on the Nintendo Switch screen. If you're not using it plugged into a bigger TV, it's like you can't, like, mm. you can zoom in, but it's still like. I, I have to struggle to read what it's saying on the screen. It's like, I can't understand what the fuck you're saying. So it gets, it was like, man, really? Like, they couldn't make it a little bit easier to read when it came to the Switch screen? Like, all right, yeah. whatever. So, but besides that, like, the gameplay and the fighting is really fun. It's it's just a brawl, you know, fighting, you know, punch and kick type of thing. They're, the move set seems pretty small, which it was a little disappointing, but I don't know... I'm just starting into it, so maybe there's more uh, moves that you can unlock and different <laughs> ones you can pick. Uh, he's, yeah, I'm shaking his head no. Does he already know this? No, I I was looking at uh, my brother got it because he's a big wrestling fan too, and he bought it and was kind of telling me, so I was looking up reviews. And he said, like, they you have your character, your character, like, uh, like if you're just looking at like a, I don't know, Triple H Rock, like they have their main move you know them for, but if they're the same category of like a wrestler type, uh, like a yeah. power type, all the rest of your moves are identical. There's nothing like it's not like how this is all the moves that Triple H Rock Stone Cold do, and how their look animation is different compared to that other person. All everything's the same except. Hey, he does a stunner, he does a rock bottom, and he does a does the pedigree. Yeah, uh, which I thought was interesting. They didn't take it a step further, but yeah, uh, that was a little disappointing, uh, at least so not far. Simulation, so. I guess. No, and that's not what it's meant to be. I guess you know. Exactly. So take exactly. that for what it's worth. It's a little over the top with things, and that's fine. And I think it's cool for what it is. It's just a beat 'em yeah. up, you know, brawling type of game that you can just go goof around and have some fun with, and. Uh, I do, yeah. I kind of wish there was a couple more moves that you could add in and stuff like that, but it doesn't sound like it. So um, <laughs> I won't. Spoiler. I won't get my hopes up for that uh, as I keep going through the game. But uh, uh, you know, I think it's pretty cool. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, the I think the hardest part for me is I've been I've gotten so used to the Xbox controller and the way the buttons, the four buttons are laid out for the A B X Y, and Nintendo's is backwards. And I can't oh God, get used yeah. to that it's for the so life bad. of me. I, I I had no problem when I was playing with the Super Nintendo and everything, but I cannot for the life of me get used to that. So when you know you can do counters in this game and it pops up with a with a you know a button, you know Y or X or A or B or whatever, and I keep hitting the wrong button because I think Y is at the top and now it's, it's not on the Nintendo controller. Yep. It's like fuck. 
I can't get, I just can't for the life of me get used to that. And <laughs> that part's the only thing that bothers me, but uh, that's not, you know, the game's problem. That's my problem. And, you know, I'll figure that out. But <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as the game goes, if you're like a fun wrestling kind of beat em up, just, you know, goof around, have some fun over the top stuff. That's, it's quite a bit of fun. I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to doing more with it as far as once I get through the story and unlock the characters and just start playing other, you know, stuff into it other the modes and things like that you know to see where it goes so and and actually create a character and stuff will be fun so uh, that's basically what i've been playing these last few weeks because or at least since wednesday when it came out i've been cranking away on both of those so it's been nintendo switch for me all the way one day one day i'll get there yeah one day you can you know once you, you you know keep your eyes peeled and finally buy one and not spend you know, a thousand dollars. Yeah. Currently eight thousand, you know. Who's counting? You can uh, almost buy a gold PS five. <laughs> Damn, I'm almost there. I might as well I might as well upgrade. <laughs> You're getting uh, close. Well, that's okay. I'm sitting here looking for Nintendo Wii's on eBay. So I got a thousand bucks. I got one. Here you go. I, yeah, <laughs> I see that back there. That's what made me think of it. But you say you don't have Skyward Sword, so I do not. I don't. I only have a few games for it. I think honestly. But, uh, yeah, let's see. Well, I got three games. <laughs> three? Why do you have the Wii if you only have three games for it? Let me guess. Wii Fit. <laughs> uh, no, I got oh, rid sports. of that. Wii Sports. Bing. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wii Sports. Hmm. Trying to think of what else it would be. I don't know. Uh, Mario Kart. Which which one? Which one did I just show you? And think of close to that. Wii, Wii Sports oh, Resort. <laughs> the okay. sequel. I bet you. You had to have the fancy plug-in to get the special uh, oh, motion yep. control. Yep. And then my last one is one of my favorite games of all time. And it's oh, Power Pros. MLB Power Pros, which is the prequel to the Super Mega Baseball games. Oh, okay. This one actually had all the teams in it. And Have you was... ever played a baseball game on it, or do you just continue? <laughs> he just to... does team creation. No, this one actually has all the teams and player names, so I didn't have to do that. So okay. I got to play so a full play... season you as the Brewers. Then, or... <laughs> <laughs> I actually got to yeah, play no. the game as the Brewers. <laughs> <You're> still... <laughs> it's still in the case. That's why it's fun. Yeah. You just looked at the teams and were like, yeah, they did a good job yeah, at this, and then that. turned it off. <laughs> that was about right, yeah. Well, all right. You and I might have to make a deal where maybe I'll just buy oh. Skyward Sword and can borrow your Wii and then give it back to you, and you can have the Skyward Sword or something. I was wrong. One more. There you go. There's your oh, Mario Kart. Yeah, there was Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart Wii. And I've got the wheels, too. Yeah, I did, too. My special Mario uh, wheel with the Mario controller. Yeah, but I think that came out with the Wii U, not the yeah Wii. the color yeah the red and blue or red and green ones yeah yeah because of uh, that's what Mario Kart is it technically Mario Kart eight or what am I thinking of is that what it is now right I think eight was the one for the Switch right yeah well it came out on Wii U and then yeah. they upgraded it on Switch they added more uh, shit levels okay. characters and it's basically the same game now just DLC <laughs> nice. good job Nintendo. Yeah, we could work out something. You can you can borrow it. Uh, not like I'm playing it. It's uh, I, it's it's amazing. You can still buy these games brand new, 
on Amazon. Are they still sixty dollars? That's fifty-five. <laughs> what a deal! <laughs> I don't know. You don't get a deal on eBay for buying them used. I think the I'm seeing an average of like forty bucks. Maybe uh, used, you can get down into the twenties, but it's not like it's uh it's not like it's a ten-dollar game. So right, go into game GameStop. Week. GameStop will be charging seventy-five dollars used. Yeah, but if you turn around and bring it back, they'll give you two bucks. Yeah, they'll charge you because it's got a scratch. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's it. I think we're good. It's, uh, it was a good two-hour show, minus uh, minus Sean. So there you go. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think that's it. Make sure you go to thechairshot.com and follow everything there for your wrestling and your entertainment news and reviews. You could follow this show on Twitter and on Facebook at a winner is you. The letter U. A winner is you. And uh, check out all the other podcasts that are out there on thechairshot.com, including uh, one of my favorites, the DWI podcast for your wrestling, because that's uh, one I'm on, as well as Bandwagon Nerds uh, for all your, almost, she's right now, DC is all over the place, so we're talking a ton of DC stuff. Uh, There's also Three Man Weave and Five Rounds for Sports and Pot is War, and our kind of our brand new one is Women's Wrestling Talk, where they're talking all things women wrestling which is uh, really cool and i'm glad to start hearing that one and as well as our good friend greg demarco and the greg demarco show uh, which you can listen to as well uh i think that's it guys that's uh that's episode 13 you know i think we made it out safely you know boom no maybe. problems nothing went wrong I'm, i was really surprised I might trip when i stand up <laughs> you trip <laughs> I, I hope you could still walk yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it progresses. Yeah. Get some of those boxes out of the way. That probably doesn't help you. You need to borrow some crutches. I actually have some crutches. Um, I so, do too, actually. You know, and a nice walking boot. So. Yep. You know. We can get think you about hooked it. up. We'll get you hooked up. You old folks have all that stuff. We'll uh, do a, Just sort away. Yeah. We do. You need it. You gotta be prepared. Yeah. You never know what's gonna <laughs> happen when the next time you get up and you turn your neck and it can't move again. Yeah. So, uh, if the weather drops, I better go get my crutches out. <laughs> I'm gonna be feeling it tomorrow. You don't know how right you are. 